thought we had enough time. All right. Hello okay. and welcome, everyone. I'm Please ready. don't listen to this. Your life depends on it. The show where we do something different every single week. And this week, we are picking up a rented key and visiting 1960s The Apartment. Uh, so, today with me, I have some very special Christmas guests. I have... We, no, we forgot to talk about that, didn't we? <laughs> well, no, no. I, I was thinking about. I was thinking about like, oh, because this movie has so many good quotes. I'm like, do I just want to use lines from the movie, uh, or do I just want to uh, describe silly I think things? All that of have... the last names of the bosses are. They funny, are really but, good, uh, made up, stupid names. They are names. boss names. Yeah, they're yeah. great. <laughs> oh, oh I... anyway, uh, I'm B. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I was going. I was going to introduce you, but yeah, sure, that works. <laughs> we were getting there. Yeah, I was. I was getting there. Uh, Fill in time. I want to oh, okay, have... your introduction. Wait, yes. I want to hear it now. <laughs> it's definitely pre-planned. Yes, that's right. That's I want to see the right notes. We oh, before. we have a <laughs> we have Castro letter writer B. That, yep. <laughs> Castro letter writer. Your poor husband in, in Havana. That guy. That guy. That guy is a funny name. That guy is a CIA I asset for sure. I know if he's actually right? real. That woman or, or, was incredible. Like her, like the yeah. movie should have just taken off and followed her for a while and just didn't yeah. about her. <laughs> we have insanely drunken Santa Cam. Hey ho ho ho. <laughs> He's double parked I'm, I'm the regular amount of drunk for Santa to be. Hey, get out of here, will you? What did he say? Don't you know it's Christmas? And he's like, bro. <laughs> That's my job. Yeah, he was like, I work for the outfit. <laughs> we have drive-in movie fucker, Alex. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> what an honor. Yeah, Mid-drink like totally. mid laughing at that joke. I, Hi, I like everyone. how you phrase that because it sounds like he could be fucking the movies. He has instead. sex with the movies. There are some... There are some yeah, you want to be careful which ones you pick for that. Every yeah. time oh, they boy. can't have sex at his apartment, they're like, I had to take her out to the, the Wendy's behind the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> have to, I always have to go to like the worst possible place I, what, to have sex How are they? Okay, well, one guy was doing it at the Guggenheim. Which yeah. I'm, I'm like, I don't even know how you accomplish that, but like, all right. That takes talent. It's all marble. Like, I like you even... <laughs> just look like a statue. I like him going like, oh, I don't even have a, I don't even have a heater in my car. We can't do that. It's like, you motherfucker, you should be like, you should be. How does he not have a heater? Aren't you an yeah. executive? Get a, get a better car. Yeah, these guys are executives. Don't they have anywhere else they can also, go? Also, they live in New York and they have cars. Yeah, I know. Come on. Like, there are places you can Well, no, go. they're going down to, to Jersey or they live outside <laughs> in White Plains. I'm taking yeah. my girlfriend to Jersey. <laughs> I had to take her to Jersey to have sex. <laughs> That's like, you're right. That is the worst place you could go. I'm sorry. We already got we have a We have scientific corpse donator, Seb. <laughs> yeah, I'm donating my uh, body to science so they can see how I killed myself. <laughs> so that you can see how all of the, they can see how you accomplished all that fucking and drinking in such a short span of time. How fucking destroyed <laughs> my kidneys and liver are. Yeah, now that should be the good <laughs> Exactly. Oh. Uh. And I am your host, you? Spaghetti Tennis Star, Nick. You should see my. You should see my, my backhand. Back yeah. Uh, no, I that like so there, a lot of things uh, with this movie stuck with me after I watched it last year. But that is uh, like, like maybe the like the, the, one of the only times that CC Baxter is like a genuinely charming guy that like starts to win the yeah. audience over is when he's like doing the fucking spaghetti with the tennis racket. 
And yeah, for for the listener who didn't watch this movie for the 1960s, <laughs> he strains his uh, pasta through a, a tennis racket because he doesn't have a collar. And no, which is gross. <laughs> it's very funny. Also, you make presumably you never like, use tennis. Okay, we did the math beforehand. He makes probably yeah. something close to a hundred and. $86,000 uh, based on inflation. But he's, he's like never any- home, Wait, right? He's that, never is this, home. Isn't that the problem? Like he's he's like, yeah, I could buy myself more, uh, you know, kitchen uh, wear, but I, I'm he never fucking home. just get himself a second apartment. And he <laughs> yeah, not to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have solved this easy. That's a, If I were him, I would have simply bought a second apartment. What is apartment. he saving for? Like what? I'm going to backseat quarterback this guy uh, 80 years in the future. Monday. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the apartment isn't that much. I'm, I'm sure it's probably pretty expensive, even back in the yeah, day, it, to, yeah. to live there. Yeah. But. You know what I would have done is simply played the two gangs against each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. You would have worn a, a, an iron plate uh, underneath your poncho, huh? Is that what you would have done? So we, we did Yojimbo and um, Fistful yeah. of Dollars a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so there are some things that are fresh in our minds. I wouldn't have crashed my rocket ship into the moon's eye. <laughs> well, I simply think that I would have given up on my quest for revenge for the whale. <laughs> I could have done it. No, I would have got I him. I could have resisted it. I would have been the bigger I would have been, man. Yeah, I would have been the bigger man. I, would have, I, I wouldn't have chased him down. Anyway, listeners, thank you so much for returning to uh, Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. B, we are so happy to have you again after two years. Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Well, it I took, like coming on last time. It Two years? Yeah, it, oh, it what? It took this long for years. us to understand what we were doing six <laughs> weeks in advance. Because last time we were talking to each other, I was like, uh, oh, yeah, let's do an episode. And you said, uh, perfectly reasonable request. Why don't you guys tell me what you're going to do, and I'll tell you if I want to be on, because I don't have many oh, yeah. ideas. And I'm like, sure. Oh, hey, B. And I, B, can you check that we're not coming out of your speakers? It could oh. be uh... – Hold on. It could be I cave paintings or it could be a movie from the Yeah, 30s. yeah. There's really no way to know. <laughs> I thought we should have just done watching. <laughs> Look, I, it's I actually okay. not that There's... bad of an idea. Sorry? Did you hear it? Uh, is it okay? It should be fine. Yeah, I can't hear us anymore, but I thought I heard Nick for a second, but he might have also been I coming through. Yeah, I oh, it been might have been. Yeah, I, I, I get scared whenever I hear Nick. Oh, I yeah, have thanks. one of those $20 pants. Yeah. I've got a... I'm putting my life in the goddamn. It sounds fine yeah. now. Yeah, I'm sure that's fine. I have open back headphones, so I get people bleeding through my headphones <laughs> all the time too. As long so. as you're not bleeding. Yeah, through that's, 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 that's literally where I thought that there was going. Go. That's scared. actually like right leads right into what we were going to be talking about. We're talking about death <laughs> and darkness oh, in sure Christmas stories. Uh, we're here. This is probably going to be our last main regular schedule episode before Christmas, and I'm really happy to get to do the apartment, which is. A new favorite for me, uh, one of my new favorite uh, Christmas movies and stories. And it does involve, like, really centrally a suicide attempt. And uh, I've... Most good stories. Yeah, well, I've been, you know, watching the Christmas movies as you do uh, in this time. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these, in order to sell, like, the whole um, holiday cheer aspect of it, they they have somebody pointing a gun in their mouth like like twenty minutes in, and I'm like, how common is this? Like, it's the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. I, I It's also 1960. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of gift people... under okay. every tree and a gun in every mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching. No one um, was stirring. Not even. Uh, <laughs> I was just watching Shop Around God. the Corner, which is uh, an, an adaptation of a of a play uh, done by uh, Lubitsch. 
uh, and it's an older movie. That's an. What did you. Uh, every play you know also I mean? has suicide in it. Well, it's Sorry. like a, uh, it's like an adaptation of a play where it's like um, it's the it's the story that uh, the modern-ish movie You've Got Mail is based on. If you know that one better. Oh my uh, god, is it really? Yeah, oh okay. it's uh, so so two. Oh, speaking of gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, so two people in the same shop have been writing uh, anonymous letters to each other with a, a romantic correspondence, and they don't know it, but they're um, you know. They don't get along in person, but they get along in these letters, and it moves on from there. And their boss finds out that his wife is cheating on him with somebody who also works at the store, and like he just like goes in the back into the back room to shoot himself, like in the middle of the story, like aside from the uh, <laughs> the romantic plot. And it does move things forward uh, in this romance plot, but it's like, oh yeah, this this old this old guy is just getting ready to kill himself, like right in the middle of this holiday story, like where it's. I'm like, hey, how often does this happen? In and like Cam was talking about the stuff in Gremlins. I'm like, I guess it's a good way to juxtapose, you know, you're kind of like be thankful for what you have, holiday cheer message, like even fucking. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's seasonal depression, yeah, and lack yeah, of money, yeah, and you're so, like I can't afford nice those gifts. Those are also I, I, I'm cold things. that it's dark at 4 p.m. <laughs> That's why we do all this Christmas yeah. stuff is because of this. My savings time of and loan is going to go under. Depressing. I must kill ah, myself. Yes. Good yeah. old, it's a wonderful life. Get looking up, looking over the edge of that bridge, right? The classic like... Christmas suicide movie, <laughs> a genre that. We all love and embrace every year. <laughs> uh, I uh, so, my so favorite part of It's I... a Wonderful Life is how shitty his life is up until that point. It's like it's man, really I bad. It. It's full, like, like almost sucks, half dude. the movie is establishing how bad it is for him. <laughs> like, no, no, it's I really it, funny. Actually. Never mind. They should have let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely been those uh, some versions of that. It's like, what would my life be like if I was dead and everyone's so much happier and everything's <laughs> yeah. good? But then there's like one small detail that makes them like, no, I have to be alive. Yeah. I still think the funniest thing is that the worst, yeah, the Cubs the didn't worst win the World Series, so I got to go back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. A spinster librarian. She's a, oh, my God. She's an old maid. <laughs> I think he does. Yeah, he says it like exactly that. like that. Yeah. That was a. <laughs> I haven't seen that. The movie. Is, no, that's a pretty spot on. Jimmy oh, we Stewart. gotta watch it. That's that's no, one of my favorites. Okay, so yeah. um, that's on time. I have to tell a slightly roundabout story about this. Uh, so, um, uh, I've talked about her many times on the show. Uh, Emily, enemy of the show. Uh, she. Uh, Emily yes, of the show. Emily of the show. So she, um, <laughs> she and I have been together for uh, almost ten years at this point, and. Uh, Every kind of Christmas, we're like, oh, Shit. going through different Christmas movies, different th- Christmas things to watch. And if, eventually it came up, like, oh, um, uh, you've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. And uh, she's like, no, I never wanted to. And uh, and I said, well, why not? And she said, I couldn't get past the title. And I'm like, you, that is a joke <laughs> in the fucking Batman episode Return uh, Christmas with the Joker that, like, Batman yes. says to Robin, he says, I've never watched It's a Wonderful Life because I couldn't get past the title. And I'm like, you fucking just did this to me. I can't believe you're doing this to like, me. Emotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, please. naturally, I think she's like, oh, it's a Christmas movie called It's a Wonderful Life. I bet it's some, like, really sappy thing. And it is. But, like, you know, it's, like, also. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, but Susan's yeah. It's got a heart, you know? Yeah. It does have. And I, there, people are so cynical about it. And I'm like, give it a break. Give this Frank Capra movie the break. It <laughs> Give this poor man a break. Yeah, Can't you see that man. he's been suffering so much? Everyone's been putting him down at every opportunity. 
I think a lot of people, uh, it's not just that it is uh, the title, which is really, really corny. It's yeah. the, the fact that it's old, I think people have a certain expectation of, like, yes. it's going to be clean, it's going to be family-friendly, which mm-hmm. it is. You can mm-hmm. show it to your family. It's just dealing with topics that are heavier, mm-hmm. such as uh, the bank shutting down because the of the banks. Great Depression. <laughs> Something that when the I saw as a child, it became you. my number one fear. <laughs> that the bank was going to run out of money. I love that they basically, you know the Simpsons episode where uh, Bart's like going around saying, the bank's about to run out of money. They only have enough for the next five people. Like they do that for real. And it's a yeah. wonderful play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so good. Last year, I watched a bunch of these uh, like horror Christmas mm-hmm. movies. And the tone actually works just Christmas so well. Evil. Like Christmas Evil, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Jack Frost uh, was my favorite. Jack Frost was fucking terrible, but just <laughs> truly like truly awful, <laughs> truly awful. Poster. Oh, oh this poster beautiful. is so good. I actually, I really yeah. love that poster. Halloween now tried. Now it's Silent Christmas. Night, Deadly Night, the one with the 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 sequel is the one with Garbage Day. I believe so. Oh, I haven't seen the sequel. I've only seen the sequel. Have they and made the sequel like five is 90% of them. Aren't there like a lot of sequels to that movie? Yeah. The, well, oh, the, really? The, number two is it's almost entirely footage from the first movie. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the best kind of sequel. It's told in the gar- like I was recounting all this to yeah. a ther- to like a psychiatrist in jail, and it's like, oh, oh I, it's... I already saw this shit. <laughs> Check out this title. Oh, oh fuck! This oh, the recap too. entire movie is funny. In case you missed yeah, it. Yeah, sorry for uh, for uh, sending us. No, no, no. I like this. No, I go like for the it. tangent here, but I our just, favorite like, podcast was... bit is to post pictures of things and talk about them. <laughs> well, what I was trying to get at is that uh, the like the theme of the horrible inciting incident also happens in all of mm-hmm. these, like where like that's true. A child gets murdered, or like somebody somebody has a life so bad they like... commit suicide. Yeah, that's usually it. Like, or they're going mm. to. It's always just turns into a murder, sui- murder, suicide situation by the end. That's so. Like, <laughs> this, oh this my poster's god! <laughs> I love. They that. don't make posters. It's like the reflection of a gun that's in a insane. Christmas. This is just a, like okay. Yeah. So we were talking about this on our sleepaway camp episode, but like some of these taglines are just like threatening the viewer. Oh yeah, <laughs> that one's not good. That's so long. Which is, Prayers. That won't is such save a long. All right, so read, someone read that off for our listeners. Prayers won't save you in the silent part of this night. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part dot, dot, 2. Part 2. What did he mean by that? It's what? funny that it's Part what 2. What did he mean by this? What? Mean by what? This? what? Yeah. <laughs> In the silent part of this night? What? In the silent... Uh... Part of the it's in Silent Night, like, like you're referencing the song, but in, like the the way you're stringing the words together. No, make no. Sense. If you think yeah, about it for even one second, it does night. not. It's not I'm expecting a lot of said. quality out of this <laughs> yeah. for this absolutely shitty movie. Yeah. Does somebody? I mean, like, I guess I, you know, at least in the garbage day scene, somebody does get killed with a gun in there, which isn't much of a slash. Oh yeah. <laughs> I really wish I could tell you the rest of them. I know there's one. Uh, that involves a toy store. It, it's just a lot of like goofy shit. Mm-hmm. He goes back and kills the elderly nun who was in charge of him in the orphanage. Yes, yeah, and it's one right. of the funniest scenes because she's in a wheelchair trying to escape him in this house that's clearly not for wheelchairs. <laughs> it's a bizarre <laughs> choice to film in this house. She lives here all the uh-huh. time. <laughs> just now, it's a. She's like ramming into tables. I'm like, what? <laughs> what these? Why do like, you have it set up? Like how do you get around normally? Are you crazy? <laughs> this house is this. Uh, Cam, you just watched most of Gremlins the other night. 
that, that yes. movie has a lot of I mean like for starters that movie has kind of a crazy tone already being such a, like a movie that is so focused around the holidays and like this you know hot craze of a gift but also you know having the gremlins be uh, you know little freaks they kill people little monsters <laughs> yeah. it starts as a little cute movie and like a little cute like alien that everyone's casually around all the time Isma. and they're like oh I guess there's a new animal that just came <laughs> yeah. out new yeah, <laughs> they just put out a new one <laughs> I think my new, favorite new part stuff. about the you beginning got... of that movie is that the dad is looking for a gift for his son but his son is like 20 <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah the age group is really weird for that whole uh, that the group of stars in that movie it's like it's you'd like... get a cute little pet like that for your 8 year old He's yeah. like, not like you. He's like, oh, usually I just My go down to the pharmacy and get him a get him a fake gun. But uh, this year I thought I'd do something <laughs> a little different. I bought him booze last year. I guess I'll yeah, get I bought him, him some beer. Yeah, he's gonna turn animal. 21 next year, so <laughs> can't do that anymore. Yeah, and then they tell that horrifying story of the the dad who trying to pretend to be Santa and come down the chimney gets stuck in the chimney and dies. Oh, God. Yeah, it's incredibly it's, funny. It's absolutely horribly I'm sure morbid. that's happened before. Exactly, yeah. Like probably has. It's just so out of nowhere in this movie, though. It, like, it's the reason a like secondary, secondary character doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. Like, she's barely in the movie. And it's also. not even like this movie's about the spirit of Christmas, you know? Like, that's not the thing that needs to be resolved. It's about the weird <laughs> little freaks that are blended up in the blender. Yeah. <laughs> it's about microwaving Having a little dude and in bags your house. of jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Having little dudes in your house that you don't like. It's about going to the Y and jumping in the pool. <laughs> It's about going to the bar with your boys. <laughs> I thought it was about respawning asexually. I think it's about indigestion. Mm-hmm. Like you're not Are they asexual? To take a there's a, there's that girl gremlin. What's the point I of thought that? she doesn't show up until yeah. the second one, does she? What is the, the new is she canon? Is the second one non canon? Gender, gender identity. They don't have to like actually reproduce. Yeah, I guess that's oh, they're true. Like, that's yeah, they're like just flat too. Yeah. Like Smurf. Wait, how does Smurfs? Oh, like Smurfs. We don't want to open that. Yeah, I love the the stupid, the <laughs> stupid well. Adventure Brothers about how uh, uh, one of them is saying that the Smurfs are insects because they only have one girl. Oh, that's <laughs> right. She's the queen. Uh, yeah. queen and the other one is like, Papa Smurf has a beard. They're mammals. It's like this is the kind of argument you would get into if you had all the time <laughs> in the world. So stupid. These are the arguments you get at when you're at work. Yes. Like, you don't have anything better to do. Yeah. Uh, but even the, the, you know, the old Peanuts thing, there's always just an incredible amount of sadness mm-hmm. and melancholy in those. Yeah. And that's that's just the general yeah, feeling. Yeah, Charlie Brown is depressed, yeah. <laughs> is the premise the of that special. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and yeah, everything and then, he does sucks, and he fails at and everything. Only the spirit of Christianity can save Yeah, him. and at the end, they, they talk about how Jesus forgives everyone, but, like, he doesn't fix any of the problems that were had. They just appreciate it oh, a little no, bit. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, he forgives you, yeah. but you know, it's a very it's still just yeah. like that. It's a, it's a very Catholic special, honestly. Uh, like you know, so, oh sure. Uh, it's like a, I love it when those Christmas specials talk about God. It's <laughs> yeah. always the funniest thing, I think. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Oh God, like when it's like there, you know, there'll be like a, a cartoon Christmas special, and they'll be like talking about Santa, and it'll be like. But there's someone else that this that this holiday is even more about, and they like don't say Jesus, but it's like, all right, the light like spotlight <laughs> comes down. Special little guy who watches over us. Hands mm. over to like a, a child was born that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Mr. G. Mm. 
Um, one of the ones that stuck out to me, and of course because I think about this story all the time, is of course uh, in Hogfather, where you have Death playing the role of Santa Claus. So he's he's kind of going mad with power in this Discworld story with the idea that he can do good for once because he's so used to following a schedule and people only being miserable when he sees them. So he starts... Yeah, nobody wants to see <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. So, but when he's yeah, Santa? when he's so when he's Santa, you know, when he's the Hogfather, he can show up and do it. It's like he's given me a it's gift. It's like, oh, who is he supposed Ooh. to visit next? It's like, well, uh, hey, what about that little girl? It's like, oh, you're not supposed to visit her. It's like, why? It's like, well, because she's supposed to die tonight. It's like, well, can I can I fix that? It's like, uh, I'm the magic happy guy. Yeah. Should I at least give her a present <laughs> yeah. before she like, dies? No, it's probably fine. Like, it's just doing the Hans Christian Andersen little match girl, and it's like. Uh, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fine because angels are gonna come to take her away. It's like that's not that doesn't make me feel any better. Why why do I have to let that happen? It's like because that's part of that's part of the story. That's that's the Christmas thing. She dies, but she gets taken away by angels. So it's a it's a happy ending. It's like I don't think that's I don't think that's it. Somebody freezes to death on the street, like and that's like, what's like the moral. Yeah, <laughs> I the moral is. Lay down yeah, in the God, snow and die. Me. Couldn't be me. The moral. the moral is if I had been there, it would have gone down different. Right. I'm different. <laughs> I got mine. You know. uh, they, they talk about in that book, like the idea that so many Christmas stories are about making you appreciate what you have by showing you somebody who is abjectly miserable. Who doesn't have. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> somebody who just. It's like, at least I'm not yeah, this guy. It's like, oh, doesn't that, doesn't that really warm your heart by making you just like truly happy? It's like. Well, I'm, I am happy that I'm not this guy. I'm happy that I am, am not. Am I happy uh, other people are We're all miserable? happy yes, we're not that absolutely. guy. My, ba- my bank <laughs> isn't, you know, collapsing on me. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm not about to, to jump off the It's a Wonderful Life bridge, if you could believe it. <laughs> Do people go to that bridge and jump off it now? As like, Is it like a I real a one? <laughs> I think it's, it's a reference. Sure yeah. it's a That's like, probably <laughs> a fucking on the universal. I mean, it's not a real it bridge. It's like how you stand at the bottom snowing, of the so exorcist stairs. You go there and you do the thing. It's like, haha, look, I'm like, it's like the movie. <laughs> yeah, if your friend's posting about going to the exorcist stairs and the It's a Wonderful Life bridge, go check in on them. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do it like in the movie. I'm gonna go jump out the window and fall down the stairs. <laughs> I'm gonna crab walk up these stairs real quick. <laughs> no, not those stairs. <laughs> the, other ones. the ones from the end there of the are movie. Two sets of exorcist stairs. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, I think that, that was what stairs. I my the first thing that came to my mind was the it crab walk. It makes sense. Up the I don't blame yeah. you. That's a very famous scene on the stairs. A so, long time ago, I found a Turkish version of The Exorcist. Ooh. It was back in the time when they were making all those shitty like, remakes of American movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And in the scene where the bed shakes, uh, it's barely... Listen, the girl's in the bed, uh-huh. the mom is screaming because the bed <laughs> is shaking, but the camera is angled so that you can see the guy under the bed shaking it with, <laughs> with his hands. Well, that's scarier. Incredible. That's even scarier. <laughs> Great. I kind of wish I had that job. I look that up. Right? Bed shaker in movie? Shaker. It's like kid kid terrifying. You're just like guy in movie who does stuff. Like, hey, move that curtain. Okay. Uh, Shelly Duvall needs to look surprised in this shot. I want you to take two wooden blocks and go clap them behind her head when we shoot to shoot this scene. You got it, boss. <laughs> Kick Shelly Duvall in the lower back so that she actually walks. <laughs> yeah, we need you to abuse this actress. <laughs> Whatever you say, boss. Talk. I'm just it's all part of the contract. <laughs> uh, it's a living. 
<laughs> it's a living, rooting Shelley Duvall. <laughs> All right. And on that Sorry. note, I think that we'll, we're going to take a brief break and come back with uh, 1960s Billy Wilder's The Apartment. <laughs> Number one, a very warm, very wonderful story about a boy, a girl, and a very special kind of problem. Did you hear what I said, Miss Kublik? I absolutely adore you. Shut up and deal. Ingredient number two, a brilliant cast. Jack Lemon in a delightful role which gives full reign to Jack's amazing versatility. Shirley MacLaine whose glowing warmth lights up the screen like a Christmas tree. Fred McMurray. This is a Fred McMurray you've never seen before. You know, you see a girl a couple of times a week just for laughs, and right away, they think you're going to divorce your wife. <laughs> I ask you, is that, is that fair? No, sir, it's very unfair, especially to your wife. Yeah. Ingredient number three, Billy Wilder. There's nothing quite like that Billy Wilder, some like it hot kind of laughter. <laughs> Are we dressing for dinner? You know, just come as you are. So you're pretty good with that racket. You should see my backhand. Where did you see me serve the meatballs? <laughs> Mildred, he's at it again. he comes back and then it is immediately killed and then comes back again um all right we ready uh yep all right sure all right everyone welcome back to please don't listen to this your life depends on it so this week we have be here with us and we are talking the apartment uh this was my episode and i was really happy to uh to choose this one this is one of those things that uh is not something that's been a part of my life for a long time this is not something that i have like always loved since I was 10 years old or anything like that. This is something that was just a discovery from last year. 
I I just happened to be like going through um, movies. Okay, so this is going to uh, be a little bit of a stupid story, but there was this uh, Twitter poll for that for the greatest movie of all time that was insanely fraught and filled um, with stupid things. We talked about it a we lot. We did talk about it a lot at the time. Um, and yeah. at the end, on the show, or uh, no? I don't. I think we cut everything about it from the show for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, so it was mostly just so that every time uh, I could see you guys in person, I was like, hey, you know, Twin Peaks is still doing pretty well on that uh, on that movie poll, and you guys could be like, you guys, Absolutely you guys fucked would up. I hate that so much. Shut up. Twin Peaks, not the movie, not Firewalk with me. <laughs> Twin the, Peaks, the fifteen-hour yeah. movie. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, and then um, you know, talking about how like. Um, fucking uh the muppet movie and end of evangelion were like making it into the semi-finals uh up against like fucking seven samurai and, and two and Real 2001 cinema. and stuff like that uh that's what happens when you get the dregs of humanity yes it is that's when you let when you let weebs vote you get that shit <laughs> yeah all good stuff by the way but i don't want to be comparing all of twin peaks <laughs> to uh fucking like uh i don't know paranormal or something <laughs> oh my God. it doesn't make any sense yeah, that's that a good, good pull. um so at the end like at the final bracket right like the top 16 no uh, i think the, the top 64 movies because they did it this they organized it by decade and i was really interested in all these movies that i hadn't heard before from these different decades like the stuff that i like you know that was apparently really important to cinema that i had just like never even like had the opportunity to hear of like uh, and one of them was The Apartment, which with, with the premise and the fact that it had been uh, directed by the guy who did Sunset Boulevard, I'm like, oh, this sounds like kind of a thriller <laughs> almost. Like like a, a dead body turns up in this guy's apartment and he's got to figure out what's going on. <laughs> and Turns Yeah, up. and when I put it on uh, for Emily and I, I'm like, oh, that's not what this movie is like at all. This is like a really like fun kind of goofy, like just happens to be like a nice like Christmas time movie. And it's it's got like a it's just definitely has like a melancholy and a sadness to it, but for the most part, it's just like an extremely well done romantic comedy with a lot of memorable things about it, and th- it stuck with me f- since then. And I knew I was going to watch it again for this uh, this season. And since it ha- my episode happened to line up with Christmas time, I'm like, all right, let's do it. So I, I re- yeah, I like your approach of uh, like when we did one cut of the dead. You're like, I watched this one year yeah. ago. Let's do it. Let's revisit yeah. it one year yeah, later. Yeah, let's let's save podcast. it. Let's let this one sit for a while. It needs to be yeah. timely. Yeah, and also that's kind of how I judge a lot of things. It's like, did this stick with me as mm-hmm. something I still think about, or is it something that I watched and or did or even yeah. ate and like you know never thought about? Yeah, it. Yeah, there's <laughs> uh, the movie Hack O Lantern is something I haven't thought about much since I watched it. It's probably not going to oh, be a yeah. topic <laughs> on this show. You're not weird. You're not thinking huh. of Hack O Lantern. You know, I'm not. <laughs> The themes and uh, <laughs> the <laughs> that movie don't come up in uh, I, general resonate. I really yeah, love ahead. calling Billy Wilder the, the guy who, like the guy, just like the guy who made, he's like one yeah. of the most acclaimed screenwriters. Well, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. well, at the time, to me, he was just the guy who did this. Like, he, like I didn't know him as like this right. legendary that's why it's, it's so fun to have that different perspective mm-hmm. that's just like that ah, you know the guy it's like oh my god <laughs> wait till <laughs> you find out about man. the other yeah, stuff he's done. yeah Some and guy. of course now like since then i i've seen a bunch of uh his movies and really loved them you know i i've uh seen some like it hot i've seen I'm one of the best movies ever it's made. really really good it's so good <laughs> uh, handles the topic with 
beauty uh-huh. and grace and Ellie. It's just and funny. I had not been spoiled on the end of that movie, one of the most <laughs> famous endings <laughs> what a of delight. all time. And it was it like it oh, totally knocked me on my it's ass. Funny. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it for you because I'm don't, still trying to get you to watch it, it, Cam. Yeah, you gotta watch it. Um, I'm gonna that watch movie it. is incredibly good. So some like it hot's really good. <laughs> uh, Double Indemnity, a really great noir. Uh, I wish I was and thinking. Sunset Boulevard, which you mentioned, yeah. is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, we did that Ooh. one. Um, not for the show, but we had like a little movie watch, like movie stream at the beginning yeah. of the Yeah, well, during the pandemic, we, we couldn't see each other. Uh, I mean, you know, that's still happening now. But uh, but like at towards the beginning, the first year, uh, we were uh, doing little Saturday night movie nights where I would stream Ooh. something and we'd like kind of watch it together. And Sunset Boulevard just happened to be one of the things that we, we did. And it like... <clears throat> Again, like, you know, you think of uh, maybe we were talking about It's a Wonderful Life earlier. You think maybe an old movie, you're like, well, you know, it, I'm going to have to put up with a lot, right? Like, I'm not going to. <laughs> like, I'm going to have. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be an older movie. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to be patient or... for it. There's going to. It's not going to be like up to my modern sensibilities. It's going to be an old timey yeah. cabbie who says, hey, yeah, I'm walking yeah. here. But, like, you watch it yeah. and it's just like oh, it totally God, knocks cabbie. you on your ass with how good it is. Like, you're and you're like, oh, none of this. This hasn't aged a bit. This is like every bit as good as people it's have fresh. been saying it was. It's sharp. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's sharp and quick, which I think that's the main thing I think about when I think about 60s media. I think mostly because I watched a lot of Twilight Zone, which is really just fucking operatic mm-hmm. and it's and uh, Star very Trek. Short and to the point until they are hour long episodes. Until they're an hour long and they're oh, very <laughs> like acted to the, the heavens and like just slow speaking and without a lot of happening. Whereas like stuff like this is so much quicker and just easy to watch. And like yeah, and like well blocked, and it's got so much going on. So I I said the, I gave a little well bit of the blocked. setup at the beginning, but this is a uh, this is a movie about a, a guy C.C. Baxter who is trying to move up in his company. Uh, he's the a, biggest. What did he say the C.C. was? It, it was like Calvin and something Charles. else. Great question. I don't remember. I Calvin Chester. Yeah. I don't know. Calvin Oops. something. Oh, well. He said okay. it, and I was like, I am not interested. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Stands yeah. For nobody even. Yeah. They call him Baxter the whole time, like it's a fucking Baxter. Japanese honorific. Yeah, Mr. Baxter. Like, and buddy. Well, also, hey, buddy. buddy. Yeah. He hey, says, buddy boy. I think that's a good. Like uh, a that dog. even might be a joke in itself. Yeah. It's like my name is CC Baxter, but everyone calls me Buddy, which usually means you don't know the guy's yeah. name. Yeah. You don't. Like, yeah. Hey, Buddy. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, well, I good also to see think you. I I felt like uh, anyone calling him Buddy Boy was someone higher up in his job than him. Yeah. It fe- it feels like diminishing to me. Oh, yeah. Wicked and like I need something for you. Okay. Oh, so nice. Oh my God. Clifford. Clifford. Okay. Of course, it's Clifford. Um, Clifford. Uh, the big red so, guy. Uh, he is trying to move God. up in his uh, in his work life um, by renting out his apartment to his bosses. Not really renting out, like loaning the key to his apartment to his bosses. So they his have bosses a... are bullying him yes. into, yes. into using his apartment, so that death. they can go fuck their mistresses <laughs> there because they that they don't have a place otherwise. And that means that he will stay out of his apartment. He won't go home. He'll stay late at the office. He'll go do something else. He'll wait outside and or sleep on the street or whatever. He'll like sleep he, on the street, yeah. which was crazy. <laughs> yeah. The way that scene is, like, shot is so great. That's it's just, like, an infinite row of benches. Like, yep. Yeah, yeah like, back when they didn't all have spikes on them. <laughs> you can yeah. sleep yeah, outside in the Old West and in the 1960s in New York. And Those are the fun. two places yeah. you can just kind of sleep <laughs> yeah. outside. Your only worry is bears still, both both nights. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this uh, kind of gets disrupted when uh, his uh, 
his big boss, you know, um, he's like, oh, I've, I've caught on to your little ring and I want to be a part of it. I'm, I'm going to. That's how you're getting yes, promoted so yes. fast. That's why everybody likes uh-huh. you. I'm going to make this worth your while, but I'm going to need to use your apartment to fuck my mistress. Uh, who is also, of course, the elevator girl. Yeah, yeah. Request. <laughs> you know, <laughs> e- even trade. Do. And then, uh, yeah, I found out you're selling weed. Sell me some weed, and I won't tell anybody. <laughs> but also, but that's the he wants to have sex with the girl that Calvin has. Her that's right. CC right. Baxter has fallen in love with the elevator one. girl, Miss Kubelik, uh, who is uh, incredible in this movie. She's just great. Played by Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine, oh. so good. Her. You know her. We know her as Lamb Chop, probably. But our parents know her from Terms of Endearment, Steel Magnolias, which are two of the two old people movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to put them. They're for they're for women when you become a certain age. <laughs> women of a certain age movies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Women under. You know the how there's like movies. dad movies and then there's like women mm-hmm. of a certain age movies. Yes. So many of the dad movies are things that I found out that my girlfriend loves later on. Like Because really? you know, she's like, oh yeah, you know, I'd hang out with my dad or with oh, my grandpa. Emily is like seventy years <laughs> okay. old. Okay. Does she like Master and Commander? No, she hasn't seen that of... one yet. I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna do that she... later on. That's the one. Uh, That's the one. But, uh... All boys love Master and Commander. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that movie. Gender affirming Master and Commander. Watch well, it. Everyone and be like, wow. everyone loves movies about Napoleon. I know where I sit. Okay. So I uh, like I said, I was really kind of blown away with just the style and uh, the like wit of this movie. Like I was just, I really ended up loving it. So I'm I'm gonna toss it over to uh, to uh, one of my co-hosts here, um, Seb. What did you think of the apartment? Um. So I watched this at six a.m. this morning, <laughs> oh boy. which was uh, weird to watch a movie uh at 6 a.m yeah i wouldn't but, do that um i'd been planning on watching it like either right after work or later on during my shift today but i had a bad time mm-hmm. last night did not sleep uh so i was like all right i'm gonna watch this right now and when i'm done with it i'm gonna go to bed <laughs> um i surprised i had a weird because of my situation, I had a, a weird time watching this movie because I related a lot mm-hmm. to it. Like, Baxter couldn't go to his apartment. He couldn't go to sleep. He got sick. Um, I've been sick. Too wow. real. Too real. Uh, yeah. Too close then, to um, So, um, Shirley. Shirley? Uh, Fran. No, Fran. And Fran. Sorry. In the movie. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the character Fran. Fran takes a bunch of sleeping pills. I'm like... I wish that was me. Fucking sleeping pills. What a great idea. She's just like me for real. Yeah, I'm like, I should go get some. I'm going to pause this movie. I'm sure it worked out for her. And then I'm going to go take these sleeping pills. I'm sure sure she won't need to be slapped repeatedly by an incredibly Jewish doctor right after this. Oh, yeah. Oh, when we were were watching. It was the scene from Airplane. I was like, oh, wow, what a good. They definitely did. Shoving smelling salts up her nose. Good acting back then to make it look like he's really hitting it. <laughs> 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 the whole arm like winds up. It's like wow, not from really the wrist, like, like from the shoulder. Like, the it is, yeah, exactly. Because she is. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I actually like the character of Dr. He was, yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, actually, all, all the characters were pretty good in this. Like, even if you I didn't like the like they were all acted very well. Um so yeah, I just had a, I had a weird time at some of the parts of the movie. I was like, this is related to my current trauma, and I don't know if I want to watch this. Um, 
But uh, so I I had a good time though. Um, I really liked that it was a movie from the '60s where people acted like people, mm-hmm. um, even though you know it was of course a little bit over the top. It's comedy. Um, I liked. Um, I especially liked what's her face. Um, she gives us the name, her name, but she the the Havana oh my God, woman. She's so great. Oh yeah, whatever her name. Is. Yeah. She's, she is, the woman she is whose a, husband is shot by the She's husband. a one scene wonder. Like she's really something she's, something she's special. Yeah. Yeah, so um Baxter is is at a bar and he's kind of been he got stood up by um Fran because she was with uh Mr. Sheldrake who she, she's been like having an affair. Well, he's been having an affair with her and um he's trying he was trying to convince her, "I'm I'll leave my wife. I will. I'll divorce my wife." eventually i just found her found her name yep. it's margie mcdougall that yes. margie mcdougall oh, margie. <laughs> yeah she says that margie to you um so that's her name yeah, he's, he's been stood up he goes to the bar and this woman who notices like this guy's just as depressed as i am he's um, so depressed he even brought like, down like, the santa <laughs> Yeah, she yeah. blows straw yeah. wrappers at him, which is such her a funny. Yeah, he doesn't even. Emily gets so pissed off when I do that. Would, to her. If you were fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really funny. Um, so she she gets his attention. They dance. They have a few drinks, and, and I love the shots. I love this. They do like other movies do this, and other series do this. But a shot where there's two characters and they're just kind of like looking into the distance, just fucking done like they're they're just commiserating mm-hmm. silently i like that kind of a shot yeah, it, they've, just, it just <clears throat> they've entered powerful. into this like social contract of like oh, we will have sex at the end of the night so we don't need to really try all that hard to, <laughs> yeah it's to like get there we are both miserable we're just gonna um, get this get the business done and then you can come back to my place fulfilling the contractual yep. obligation. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um but her story was wild and we were talking about she should have been like the the movie should have followed her. Her story was um her husband well first she goes, "What do you think about that, that Castro? Castro?" And he's like, "I don't know who's Castro." <laughs> and he's like, "You know, you know that Cuban guy, you know, um so he he assumes at first that she, her husband has been like caught up in the communist revo- revolution. Um you know how no, he got <laughs> Yeah, you know. No, he got caught doping horses and was <laughs> yeah. put in jail in Havana. I love that every time, and even in this movie, every time someone's like, yeah, my family had it bad in Cuba, it's always that they committed a real crime and were, like, persecuted for it. It's never <laughs> like, my family was unfairly treated in Cuba. It's like, yeah, all the slaves we owned in Cuba were taken away, and that's why I don't like that place very much. Yeah. Yeah, why'd they do that <laughs> No, it, it's pretty funny. Like, I, I don't even know of her story. Like, it sounds like something a guy who ran away would just be like, oh, I'm in jail in Cuba. She is truly a woman you meet in the bar. <laughs> she There's truly is. A woman like that. <laughs> she exists in that bar yeah, and waiting for someone to take, to take her, her out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she, got lucky she can't remember anything before she got to that bar that's specific. <laughs> On the her. other end of that, can you imagine being, like, in a bar and somebody starts telling you that their life is, like, CC back? Life. It's like, I can't go home to my apartment because my boss is fucking his mistress in there. Oh, God, yeah. I'd be like, holy fuck, <laughs> That's what? Most, yeah. First of all, I'd be like, I have to leave. We, <laughs> we should go back. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, let's check it out. Second oh, and actually, to to get off um, of that character who's only in the movie for maybe about 10 minutes, um, 
Mm-hmm. Baxter bothers me so much for so much of this movie because he's gotten himself in this situation. Like, he allowed yes, this definitely. to happen. If he hadn't offered it the first time, th- he wouldn't be in this situation. I'm not even sure he offered it. Yeah. I think they bullied him into it, and he was just like, oh, 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 oh. Like, uh, like Dr. Dreyfus says, well, sure he's, he's, he's a, he's a bitch. Said, sure. <laughs> like, sure, you can use my yeah. apartment. Yeah, like, so he's, he's doing, I expected them to do, like, a liar revealed thing in this movie and they never really do because well, it's yeah. not it's um, not really that's not really what this is about it's not that he has this great ruse no. that needs to be unraveled it's just that he's kind of a pushover who lets people take advantage of him and he and like because he's allowed himself to do some pretty crappy things because he never stands up for himself and always kind of tries to weasel his way into having an advantage yeah and yeah and like well, if he falls on his face he'll get up and he'll be like I, I meant to do that a lot a lot of time um where you think he's kind of using his bosses, and he kind of is. Like, the guy sitting next to him is like, oh, yeah, he, well, he I've been here twice, like more than twice as long as you. Why are you getting a promotion? Um, and uh, then later on, when he gets promoted to assistant, um, or the admin assistant director, assistant di- mm-hmm. director, yeah, Um He's like, oh, yeah, they thought they were using me, but I was using them. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of trying to look cool to Fran. I'm um, not owned. <laughs> I'm not owned. Yeah, look I'm at my hat. Owned. It is. I'm I'm not not how cool my hat is. I'm definitely not owned. <laughs> <laughs> the guy told me I'd look really handsome in it if I paid for yeah. it now. And then um, his his neighbors and his landlady are like, "What the fuck are you doing in there? Look at all this fucking booze! How many how many women are you fucking all the time? This is insane." He's a stud. Yeah, he's he's a stud. They're annoyed, and he's just like, "Yeah, I fuck a lot." I would be so mad if he I doesn't. Was he doesn't fuck. I know what sex is. I've had it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he's he's just like he was frustrating me the entire time, and then as soon as he he meets um. Fran, he's like, yeah, I like her. Like, she stays over one time. And I guess this is, like, a bonding experience, one of those experiences you feel closer to somebody after it happens. But she did, like, try to kill herself. Well, yeah, but you think about it, like, Um, she's so used to this, like, uh, this fucking asshole, Sheldrake. Also, to be clear, she's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, she (laughs) is. out of her fucking mind. Oh, yeah, she admits it. (laughs) All of her stories about past relationships, too, that that she talks about while she's in the apartment are, like, so good. Her first line is, my hair was making me nervous, so I cut it off. Like, she had some kind of breakdown <laughs> recently that she's just coming out of. Yep, she, definitely she's something super happened. loony. Like, I, I actually had a co-worker that did, like, exactly that, that, that like, you know, was like... Uh, Listen, I've been yeah, there. I was... the, the whole haircut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you end up looking like a, like a dog that did its own haircut. It's not good. <laughs> you have to go get a was that up. a Was that a pandemic shape? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, I've always had short hair, so I I don't get it. Like everyone was like, "I'm free," and I'm like, "You could have just cut it anytime you wanted, really." It's a, but it, oh man, it you look I in the really. mirror and you're like, "Who is that?" Person? <laughs> for a set, for a split second, you're like, "Who is that?" Mm. <laughs> Who's in my house? Yeah, like, ha- ha- where's my reflection? Uh-huh. Um, but uh, so yeah, he was frustrating me, and and then, but the thing was, I also related to him a lot. Um. In that he took, like, his, like, past suicide attempt, and he was like, this was so dumb. It's so funny now, you know, and it I can do funny, that though. with a lot of things that have happened to me. Yeah, he <laughs> shot a, himself in the it knee was a great story. because he was trying to figure out how to mm-hmm. shoot himself, but then the cop came up and he was like, no, I don't have mm-hmm. a gun. 
and shot himself in the knee. That's that's fucking mm-hmm. hilarious. It's so um, pathetically yes, hilarious yes. that you, you literally have to laugh, otherwise he would shoot himself again for real. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, you want to know why I was up all night last night? Is it, what? Well, wait I, a minute. I, <laughs> Should we talk about this? This is pathetic. Okay. It's pathetic. It's hilarious. I put my Fitbit back on after not having it on uh-huh. for like a week of uh-huh. being sick. Um, and this was like right before I was about to go to sleep. I put my Fitbit on and it was like, Resting heart rate, 66. That's a healthy heart rate. I had also just taken some melatonin, so it was lower than what it would normally would be. But I was like, that's really low. Last time I checked it, it was like 79. Yeah, you should have stressed I'm yourself dying. out a little more. Uh, 79 yeah, is I was, That's way high. Yeah, I did that all night. I was like, if I go to sleep, my resting heart rate will go too low and I will die. That's the kind of hypochondria I have. It's insane. High score. So I could relate to him being like, yeah, I tried to kill myself, but it... I just spectacularly fucked it up. Um, so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed all the characters, um, even even the um, asshole Sheldrake. Yeah, he's so the boss. he's um, like he was played really so, well. Great actor. Yeah, he's a, yeah. he's used to playing like you know leads and like uh, very good upstanding guys. So in the trivia for this, yeah, they talked about yeah. how um, how he, uh, Fred McMurray, the uh, the actor for Sheldrake, he. Uh, he would like you know get yelled at on the street because like i took my children to see your new movie and you're such ah. a louse how dare oh, you oh wonderful <laughs> yeah Aww. he was he was in the disney family employee yeah. for a while he was shag dog he was the absent-minded professor he worked with billy wilder to do double identity mm-hmm. um i also i went to his wikipedia page and i wrote this down there are movies on his on his page that do not sound real. Okay, give us Here's give us a couple. Oh, oh, just like when we oh. did uh, some Troy McClure movies. What was the we had oh, you for on the Blondie? Oh, we movies. talked about yeah. Archie. Oh, that's yeah, right. Blondie movies I'm too. I'm always showing up with movies that you're well, like. No, I like this. This is yeah, this is a recurring theme. Yeah. These fake this list of fake movies. All right, we have Father with the Fullback. Again, not a real movie. Porno. Family honeymoon. Not a real movie. Uh, the Egg and I. Not a real movie. <laughs> and kisses for my president. <laughs> no way is that a real movie. Oh. The the Egg that and I is good. a British platformer for the ZX Spectrum that that's not very uh, <laughs> that's not very well acclaimed. Uh, Was no, he also that drink it sucks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was just a gog at this list. They truly are just churning out movies at all times. Yeah. But, yeah. Th- things huh. can be forgotten forever and never ever come <laughs> yeah, up it's in like that way, the monkey's typewriter just things can <laughs> be really ideas can idea. die anyway. so what what do you think what what really sticks with you from this movie Seth? um what really sticks with me i think since the yeah since, well, since, since um, you've had a couple hours to sleep on it <laughs> yeah um <laughs> well we we kind of did a bit on the um on the christmas party before oh yeah I recording. That love was insane. That scene. Oh my but God. I think, yeah, I think what really sticks with me is mostly just the interactions between Baxter and and Fran that were like such a juxtaposition between like the the executives and their affairs, and then he's just like, I just want to play gin rummy with you, and and that you know that was wholesome and cute, and he's just mm-hmm. taking care of her and not taking advantage Show of her as much as I was like, he's a little of... bit sleazy because he wants to be look, he wants to look mm-hmm. like a stud. Because he thinks that that will make yeah, him. I'm look a sad, cool. weird, lonely man. I just want to play cards yeah. Yeah. with women. Yeah, this is enough. I for can me. really relate to that, actually. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I, I think that part of the movie, I think maybe that's the most Christmassy part of the movie is just the wholesome, let's just play cards together. We're in this situation, but we'll make the best of it. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah, we and, all and the want neighbors to kill too. Like they're, they're very neighborly. Um, Dreyfus, um, he, he helps out for free and then... His wife is like, I fucking hate hate you, Baxter. You're you're a, a slime ball and you suck. But I, I'll make food for the little yeah. lady. Really yeah, I'm doing it for the girl, not face. for you. She's like, I wouldn't yeah. spit on you if you were on fire or some shit <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. She said, I'll yeah. be back to kill you later. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Eastern Jewish European woman shade, with truly. like. Just, I love the parade of like, misery that, that kind of happens attitude. to him, like right around that time in the movie. Like, like Mrs. Dreyfus comes over and says that you know he's lower than a dog and should be killed in the street, and then. Uh, uh, like a little later, like like maybe ten minutes later in that same like stretch of the movie, um, Fran's brother shows up and, oh, God, like, yeah. and like knocks his teeth out. It's so good. Oh, I forgot about him. No, he was great. Like a... The classic New York cabbie. Now, oh my God. Thing was, she had wanted yeah. to call, right? She had wanted to call them, and that wouldn't have happened if he'd let her call yeah. and just say, "Sorry, I'm with a friend. I'm yeah. hungover." You know, yeah, but it's so funny, like to but, you know, because he's know. like, he has done some like, and he's like covering for Sheldrake, who's an asshole, and he's done all this stuff that's like kind of shitty. But all he really needs to do to get out of every one of these situations is stand up for himself even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and he does, right at, at the, the end of the end. movie, he he decides I'm tired of this he, because Sheldrake is like, oh, I'm I'm gonna use your apartment again yeah, to all, fuck the woman who just tried to kill herself all this over business me. is over and he's like God. no start yeah. over again. yeah and it's like absolutely not um i think i, quit. I think and to the great. movie's credit it does not like portray him as like some paragon he's not the perfect man by any means he's not some paragon no, of a protagonist or anything like that he's really just kind of a a not horrible weaselly bitch and like and then the thing that makes him, like, worthy of a happy ending is realizing that he, like, you know, cares enough about someone else to, like, stand up for himself even a little bit and, like, accept himself as a real person. And and I think that that's, like, special. It, it's not super – it's not a grand romantic gesture to her. It's, it's not like – he didn't, like, you mm-hmm. know, set up some, like, giant reveal of some, like, crazy romantic gesture that he made for her. It's just about him saying, like, no, I care about her and myself enough to say I'm not putting up with this kind of abuse. And that's that's really special to me. Yeah. It's good. He learns to have a little yeah. integrity well yes. for once. Because mm-hmm. up until then, mm. he's been letting a lot of shit fly. Absolutely. Because he, he gets something out of it. He's spineless, but he's also a little, mm-hmm. you know, a little weasel. Absolutely. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely being a little weasel. And that comes to a point where, I mean... It, that's a good classic trope of like, oh, the guy who, you know, isn't, oh, I'm not like the bosses. I'm just using them to get this. And then he gets the thing and then he starts to He thinks to he's become... getting one over on anyone when everyone else yes. is stepping on him. <laughs> or like, I'm not like these guys. And then as soon as you get close to being like them, you are like them. Like, you know, the way he is so yeah, concerned with my the main thesis for this was that once you have an office you're a piece all right of shit. alex why don't we go straight <laughs> over to you and we'll have you elaborate on that a little bit what did you think about the apartment uh, oh that's it no, that's, that's all it. you want to say <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you get a real office you're a piece of shit all right yeah absolutely just like nbc um, <laughs> once they got the office and all went no, down yeah I, yeah they were a piece of shit i had fun with this yeah but uh yeah, that was one of the funniest takeaways for this was like, oh, all of these CEO guys are absolute 
monstrous pieces of shit who don't get who don't care about anyone and just want to fuck their girlfriends. Um, but you can they kind of fake towards it for CC Baxter at, the, at like once he gets an office he like maybe like for like five minutes maybe you think that he's let it go, go mm-hmm. to his head a little bit but then he's like oh no I'm actually quitting uh I like what they did that with like him turning in the key and then paying off earlier having mixed up the key with the washroom with the mm-hmm. key to his apartment uh all that stuff is good I I was I really liked Baxter as a character I think seeing him actually stop being so spineless was really nice I I like that as a resolution for his character uh, moving out of the apartment mm-hmm. and uh, just saying, I'm not going to put up with this shit anymore. I don't, I literally don't care. I will go find a job anywhere else. Yep, I'll move <laughs> and get a new really... job. What the fuck? Who cares? Yeah. It's like, this is not my whole life as much as yeah, all of you guys think it is. He's only been in the job for like a year anyway. Yeah, Imagine not so, having yeah. to chain yourself to the handcuff yourself to the radiator in your New York apartment. Just being like, I'll get a new one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They got enough of these. You'll have to kill me if you want me to move out now. But back then, you can be like, ah, fuck it. Maybe I'll live in the Empire State Building, I guess. Maybe I'll just sleep know. on one of those really long beds. I'll get the apartment and the torch and the Statue of Liberty. It's fine. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I, I it's a good I, – I really like that in, in movies. I like that, like that kind of personal character growth of, like, uh, actually, I you know I don't have to deal with this anymore. All this bullshit, all this grief that I've had to deal with the whole movie, uh, I'm moving on from it. is uh, is good, and not all that shit still works for me. Um, the relationship is interesting. I was really back and forth on whether or not they were actually going to like become a thing by the end of the movie. Uh, I like that they kind of underplay that. A lot of movies that are this old, at least in my head seem like they really want to have the happy ending and they don't like fully go for it in this. I like that they play mm-hmm. cards at the end. I think that that's cute. There isn't but, a big uh, kiss. They don't ride off into the sunset. Yeah. For her sake, I hope it, that is kind of it. <laughs> but maybe it will yeah, get to yeah, that later. True. I don't know. Oh man, Cam. But, uh, I mean, I, this, I, I don't want to say too much, but like, if that's how you feel about this stuff, you are going to love Some Like It Hot when you do watch it. Man, oh, they, the way that movie fucking ends is so good like all time in terms it ends exactly where it needs yeah. to oh yeah i do like that it's like i don't need any more information yeah. i'm done yeah yeah uh but yeah i i totally agree with you alex like there's a there's a like expectation of like an old timey romance movie this isn't really that old timey even like you know it's 60s romance like there's certain yeah, it's in black and white. I still kind of limp all that. Well, stuff just together. like Psycho, just which is like also 1968, old depiction of New York. Any old depiction of New York makes it seem a thousand years older because, yes. like, New York has changed so much oh, yes. from. The, it's oh, just black un- and white. Yeah, so much. It's insane. Well, it was funny. I wish was. I wish I had watched this earlier because I was in New York over the weekend, and they're like, he's on West 86th Street, and I was, like, right there oh, <laughs> this hey, weekend. You gone to his apartment. And I didn't know. Yeah, they got that shit over in, I, the, in the 70s, man. That's... I know. It absolutely is, like, it's it's a fucking... It's a 10-story uh... Panera Bread right now. That you can... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's a Zara now, I think. <laughs> and nobody works there because they can't get anybody to work there. But it is taking up space and just just seven-story Zara. <laughs> uh, but 
No, I, I like the old-timey New York stuff. I was really, I, really loving the old-timey yeah. office stuff. I'm just obsessed with... Back when you could... Like, there were... This was pre-Cubicle. That office made me want to kill it was, just, It was oh like... My God. There are 700 desks in one big room. And it was before computers, so it's like... This is where you go to write things down and make phone calls and type on your shitty little typewriter. Yeah, that's it's three the different ever. items on your desk. That was do the that. quietest office full of 7,000 people I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> one big room, you're breathing in everyone's no, like air. time, B, you were able to grind them all under your heels such that they wouldn't talk to each other too much. Mm-hmm. You know, you, and they so. all got I paid more that. than like, you. Could, you could bust... Phone you could bust them the, down to the mail room. The lady on the switchboard. Especially with all, all the that shit stuff that's so happening good. in this fucking office, I'd be like, everyone's yeah, fucking the, each the typewriters other. are so loud, and they have the word processors. And there's Baxter sitting there, and he's like, nodding his head to the beat of of the um, of a typewriter or whatever the hell he's doing right then. And I'm like, no, I would go insane. <laughs> yeah, that is the brainless. I, uh, bootlicking uh, employee that, that he's doing at the yeah. beginning of like I actually like yeah. my job I like to listen to my little typewriter like, I typewriter. like facts about like how long people are and how, how if you laid people foot to head they would go all the way to where was it uh, somewhere yeah, in the Middle East like that. yeah I don't remember no we didn't even remember his fun fact we were like fuck I, I like how yeah. this movie yeah. starts off with an almost like noir uh, narration and then drops it after yeah, it's it like drops it after yeah. scene one like it doesn't even he doesn't even come back and say, "Boy, was I in for that it when bizarre, I when what I saw it? next?" Yeah. I I was joking that it was a uh, bet. You want to see how I got here? <laughs> I mean, it kind of uh, is. Opening, but it's what it is. Yeah. It like, kind of is. Yeah. Oh, you want to know why I'm at the office late and I don't mind and yada yada yada. Yeah. Sometimes it's really I go a, home. A remnant of movies of that mm-hmm. time, which is like the way yeah. you set a scene quickly. But it's so you're right. It comes off kind of kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't even think about it until now. One one thing that I touched on earlier that I just I really like this movie for is that it is like he is kind of a uh, at this being an older movie like I I don't expect to see job cynicism in a movie like this but it is something that I feel big time and I like that he kind of comes around to say oh fuck this uh, but it's like uh, it's climbing the corporate ladder is such a fake thing and i like that this movie is like oh you do it by letting your boss sleep with their mitris- mistresses it's not because mm. you've been here for 30 yeah, years yeah the guy next to him is like i have manager. worked here longer than you're alive what are you who's you're sucking you can't be sucking everyone's dick it's not possible you don't have enough time well it's like that is that is like all, all that nepotism and all that shit like boss dick sucking is absolutely how you get ahead in mm-hmm. real business so it is funny to see a movie I, I hate to say that it is this old, but I guess it is. It is. It's, uh, it's, 690, yeah. 60 it's 62 was a long years time old. ago. Good grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny wow. to see a movie of this vintage still wrestle with that kind of stuff because if it is like, did, oh, yeah, that is all over the place you, now. If even you did more a back to back Christmas double feature of It's a Wonderful Life and this, you'd just be like, wow, jobs are the worst thing that you could ever have. Like they still, they are. still it's are. are. It's like it's true. It's fun to think of that as another through line through these like Christmas movies. But it's like, oh yeah, the the source of the problem is the job. If we took that out, everything well, would it, be fine. It comes from like I need money to buy mm-hmm. gifts to show my people in my life that I love them, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, I need money. I have to work this stupid job to get money. Mm-hmm to buy the gifts so i don't have any it's just all comes back to I, I have to yeah. work gotta buy a car to go to kind work of, gotta go to work mm-hmm. to buy a car yep. gotta eat to live 
Gotta live deep. Gotta got got eat to live. Gotta steal. That was it. I'll tell you all about it. Tell you all about it when I got the time. When I got the time. Um, no, but I, I do like that this is, it's a movie set at Christmas, but um, Baxter is such a, like, weird alone guy. Like, it's not like, he obviously doesn't have a family because the plot of this movie is like, oh, he's a weird bachelor. But it's so interesting to see that, that because this very much is a Christmas movie, but it is not, like, caught up in all the kinds of stuff. Like, comparing this to It's a Wonderful Life, he doesn't That's have right. a family he's celebrating Christmas he's like with. unmarried like and the, divorced the at the same time. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. thing that he talks about is, oh, I yeah, I sat by myself. I, I Ed Sullivan is who I spent oh Christmas my God. with. Oh, <laughs> it's like, you're, you're just like with this fucking TV depressing. dinner. It's like, come on, man, go out mm-hmm. at least. TV dinner yeah. was pretty good, though. I bet you they were better back then. <laughs> they were they probably were there's like a turkey leg <laughs> or in there. Like, he like takes he, he had like he had chicken chicken bone in there. But it was heated by like a, a nuclear carbon rod <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is. Like oven that he has to like some like asbestos but filled box. That it does produce yeah. lead waste. Uh, I, we we did at the time that was just what they did. He put it in his lead oven and ate it off his lead <laughs> table or his lead fork. <laughs> And Drake out of his Garfield mug. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 not not to be too long, but I, I did enjoy this movie, and uh, I do really like. I I thought that all the stuff with her taking the sleeping pills and like uh, that being a legitimate scare for him is was pretty interesting. Uh, the doctor was played really well. I I like that he was uh, visibly slapping her in the face mm-hmm. in reality uh, for that scene. <laughs> Uh, I think that was very funny, um, and like pouring coffee down her throat. I like. I don't know if that's a real thing that you did back then, or if that's hey, a real hey, thing that hey, you would do now to treat that kind of thing. I guess. I don't know. I think he's being a little extreme, but he is definitely he, like. If somebody just uh, tried to commit suicide in front of you, it's uh. okay to be a little extreme. The, I think you can just try anything. Yeah, they're not gonna. Like, they're not happen? gonna feel the slap. In a few hours, but if you just let them, if you don't treat them harshly enough, they might just die. <laughs> yeah. Um, them, yeah. Like, and then yeah. I also really like, it was kind of a subtle touch, but I really liked that um, she, or earlier in the movie, she says that like in getting over a breakup or like when she was really, really depressed after breaking up with him, she was uh, sadly drinking instant coffee and then of course like in her lowest moment he is making her instant <laughs> yeah. coffee to keep yeah. her alive uh interesting stuff i like that um, it's funny that all movie. the little things that they do to signify how alone these two people are both um fran and cc baxter all of the little like depressing things that they signify to show them being alone also end up making the moments they have together like extra kind of like cute and memorable like cherish yeah yeah exactly the 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 stupid tv dinners the instant coffee the the one deck of cards the um the lonely bottle of champagne that sounds like a gunshot Bro, for the some deck reason. of cards for a guy who lives alone yeah. what are you doing uh it's it just i'm sure it was just in one of his boxes and has not been <laughs> unpacked playing at all solitaire. <laughs> oh, i get yeah, made fun of for playing, he's playing solitaire no. it's too on the nose i'm like it's dude too tv obvious. was just invented <laughs> 
get off that thing. Get off those oh, cards. He, I oh no, he, I, he oh, tries sorry. to watch uh, the TV. Just, that was really you funny. You just where... reminded me. Yeah, that I said you, you were just talking about it too. I, yeah. I love that scene so much when he flips through the four channels <laughs> oh, and there's nothing to watch. Well, they won't start. They won't start. <laughs> so well, he, he gets really excited for the one movie, but they keep putting on ads. It's and from he's just uh, like, oh, it's from 1931. I was just looking up what it was because I was so curious myself. And uh, that was oh yeah, we were joking about a movie on watching the classic movie channel from 30 years ago. 1960s. Yeah. Uh, and he's so excited. Classic, well, and then the other, the other three channels were all like stock footage of uh, cowboys running yeah, around. What the, <laughs> <hell is laughs> the funniest thing ever. I was like, put that. You're back telling up. me you guys don't get the stock footage channel? <laughs> oh, I wish. That would actually be an incredible channel. Wow. But now yeah, no, I enjoyed this movie. DVD I can though. I can pass it off to somebody right. else if they want to talk about. Uh, Cam, what do you think? Uh, I I had a good time. It it is always the thing of like, oh, Nick suggested another movie from the '60s again. Oh right. my god! Every movie. time, block out B, two hours B, of my day. Listen to what they're doing to me. Every <laughs> single time I suggest them. a topic for this show, they're like, oh, is it a fucking book, you nerd? Is it an old movie? <laughs> is it the first story ever told? Is it the first story ever told? Is the tale of Gilgamesh? Yes, and you're gonna read every little groove. <laughs> Listen, they did that on an episode of Kids Next Door. They made it an homage to it, so it's fine. I've already seen. I get the basic uh, gist of it. Wait, it was they condensed. did an homage to the apartment? No, no, I was, I was like, saying, like, I was like, what? Okay, like, never mind. The most, like all the stuff I know yeah, I about, say, like, uh, uh, like we we joked a couple weeks ago that I I just I realized that I didn't know what happens at the end of uh, Moby Dick. <laughs> I just. <laughs> heard about Moby Dick enough <laughs> I thought I did know and then we yeah yeah well, he gets him right episode. right that's it that's, it. <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what I'm thinking it's like yeah. damn what's I don't know way? does he yeah. get him or something like he dies what I don't know they get married I don't know but, so, so we put a spoiler warning for Moby Dick on the beginning of a previous episode because I just didn't know what happens at the I end. had a girl in my Shakespeare college no, class but it is like that thing where I, I was, sorry, B. It is the, one of the things where it's like uh, you've seen this thing parodied on an episode of The Simpsons, so you think you know what it's oh, about. You yeah. did that a little earlier oh, this yeah. year with Rear Window, right, Alex? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's one of those saying, movies did... you watch and you're like, oh, this was every joke I didn't yes, get. Yes, yes, definitely. Yep. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, whenever Nick suggests something, it's like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead, Kim. Wow. No, I mean, I I trust Nick's opinion usually, but I I I know that maybe I think the pipeline, the game of it's telephone, where it's like Emily Emily likes this because it's old. That's kind of her demographic, and then you, she gets you to watch it, and then it, I end up watching it. It's like maybe it loses some of the you know the relation in between. Mm-hmm. And eventually gets to me. It's like, oh, I don't like that for the same reasons well, that you like well, that, or that doesn't. Cam, appeal this to one me, was but... much stupider. I, like I said, I watched this because of a dumb Twitter poll, not because my loving girlfriend told me to watch it. <laughs> it was as good as Twin Peaks. It, it was. It, it was as good as Twin Peaks season three. Very good. It was. It was either this uh, bat, Starship Troopers, yeah, or <laughs> uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, or all of Twin Peaks. <laughs> but uh yeah so so we were kind of groaning and moaning about to watch it and especially knowing it was a christmas mm-hmm. thing like i still haven't seen a wonderful life everyone says it's good i'm sure it is good i've seen a christmas carol I, a the million movies times. that people think it's a wonderful life they're thinking of uh, miracle on 34th street which fucking sucks yeah 
Oh, Dutch. yeah, that one like, sucks big oh, time. Isn't that a big ad That's for me? That's a crappy old movie, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, but um, yeah, I did like this. It's, it is truly, I f- just think that people back then were dumber, so they couldn't make <laughs> something entertaining. <laughs> yeah, no, I get you. So, or, like, not as entertainingly intelligent. Yes. So, Seb, do you well, want to tell me people were newer. back then They were couldn't smarter. do anything cool yet. Yeah. It's more that... We, all the jokes that they tell on here are old because they're the they're the guys who came up with yeah. the joke. So, right, you so don't need to subvert it because you, yeah. you are telling yeah. the joke. <laughs> but um, yeah, this was really snappy and entertaining. I think the the comedy is actually what kept me uh, interested in going with it. It was it good, like decently slapstick, funny, and like had some good bits that still hold up today, like the spaghetti mm-hmm. thing, like. I don't have a strainer, so I use a tennis racket that I've never used yeah. before, yep. which is something you would do if you never have people in your <laughs> yeah. apartment. You don't have to yes. explain to someone you're not afraid of being what you're doing. Yeah, it's like yeah, I eat out of the pan I cooked the mac and cheese in because nobody's here to see me yeah, do see, it. Like yeah. male living spaces, <laughs> yeah. like psycho shit. That men, it's like men really live like. Who this. cares? I don't have <laughs> yeah. anyone over. So men really straight the spaghetti man. through the tennis racket and think it's okay. <laughs> it's the damn bitch you live like this shit. <laughs> yeah, I've never had anyone here before, so I'm okay. I thought this was I didn't realize how bad it was. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. But um yeah, I like the premise a lot. I like the moving up the corporate ladder thing because I have I have before and am currently, like, being the squeaky wheel at work trying to get a raise and trying to, you know, get up to a reasonably livable wage. And you do just have to be – you either have to be a pain in the ass or you have to threaten to kill yourself. <laughs> like, there's just – there's no this, other way. the to, only two options. They That's will it. never give you what you want if you do what they Tell you. need yeah. you to do every Why, day. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Why should we pay him more? He's already doing it. Like, you have to be like, I will call in a bomb threat every day until <laughs> yes, you give me yes. what I want. That is it's give me hear. a raise or else. You have not to do what that guy in DC did, will. which is bring in a box full of rats and be like, if you don't pass this, I will dump the, the box of rats on the rats, floor. And then you did. The, the rats only listen to my fiddle song that I've learned specifically. <laughs> if you want me to stop the rats, you have to give me a raise. The clock is ticking, gentlemen. No one else can play this song. Uh, uh, I was thinking some sort of Pied Piper right. thing. Where yeah, he, yeah. Where yeah all right. So uh, now that we've in. worked out how to get you a raise, what what did you think of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so um, it was funny. I like. I really like the premise. I like that he's sucking up in a weird mm-hmm. way, of like they're they need him, and he needs something from them. But like he doesn't want to get promoted so that he can do important work. He wants to get promoted for the sake of getting promoted. He wants. It seems to feel, like he doesn't even. He need wants the to money. feel important. I think. Yeah, but then he, he kind of wants to boss people it's, around. Maybe it's irony, but he gets promoted into the I think he just the wants least to feel effective like, be like, is there position. a point to any of this? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing this for a reason, yeah. right? Like, yeah, what's at the top there? What do you guys do that's so important? It's like, uh, nothing. We have sex with mistresses in your apartment. And, and, and then we jack off in the executive bathroom. That's important. <laughs> yeah. That's mm-hmm. the only one you can lock. <laughs> um, yeah, but like at the end, he when he reaches his goal or whatever, he's the assistant to the executive. Like that's somehow the mm-hmm. peak. Like that's not an important job where you're doing good or you're doing something impactful. Yeah. He you're was like, like scheduling printing out shit. stats about 
employee turnover or something like that. I don't even think it's a real job. They give them a it's, it's I think it's like it's working your office and get to do Yeah, work. totally. It's yeah. it's like working your ass to become Smithers, but like <laughs> yes. yeah. Smithers. Oh yeah. I do like I do, I do like that he has to the 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 main the boss guy has to buzz him in to go to his office that's connected to <laughs> yeah, his that's pretty, that is he's like fun. can you come in here he lives and in the sidecar he lives in the sidecar <laughs> yeah. of his boss's apartment or boss's uh, office uh, office uh, but uh, speaking of uh, apartment the apartment the titular apartment I really liked the mundanity of the the setup scenes where he comes home after the guy has had, you know, had his little romp in his apartment. Like, he has to clean up champagne bottles every night. And he's like, they're drinking all my liquor and everyone thinks I'm a drunk because, I, because I'm throwing out six bottles of whiskey a week. Do it's they, like, no, those six different guys came in here and drank these. It wasn't me. Do they leave, like, cum in his bed? Like, how, like, what amount of would, cleanup they, is this guy doing? I mean, like you said, the Hayes Code wasn't still around, but you couldn't show him washing his sheets every right. day. That would be I incredibly guess, funny, like, though. Can you imagine that as, like, a recurring gag in this movie where he, like, is doing his laundry before work every day? Yeah, if they so remade this. You are taking up the damn laundry every day. Can you get your shit out of the machine? It's like, no, it's a different And you're like, huh, I didn't have to wash my sheets last night. And then you look at the couch and you're like, oh, god damn it. Oh, oh fuck. My my pitch for the remake of this movie is when he's rolling around in the bed at night and he's like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. And then he, like, reaches down and pulls out, like, a huge dildo. <laughs> he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they like, left this here. No wonder <laughs> I can't sleep. <laughs> like, there's handcuffs so this is on his uh, bed frame mm-hmm. every yeah. night or something. Reaches up. It's all over his hands. <laughs> it's all over his hands. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, but the, but, yeah, the, just like, you but know, the point is this movie doesn't need that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I, I'm not saying it should have had that. I'm just saying like, the this is it's the funny to yes, think it through is aftermath. That like, oh, <laughs> oh man, that guy's so smart. He lets his bosses have sex in his apartment, and he got all these promotions. Like, no, dude, that sucks. Like, <laughs> no, after, you have to live no there, bro. Of that arrangement are good. No parts of it. Not they being have able to no get respect that, no respect for him. Just fuck this guy. I'm gonna leave his apartment trashed. Yep. Leave his bed then... sheets all comfy. <laughs> apartment like leave his neighbors thinking he fucks like crazy like <laughs> yeah. this mild-mannered guy um what else do i want to say about this i i like the neighbor a lot i think he was a really good Dreyfus. character of like i like the doc that kind of house call doctor mm-hmm. like old-timey doctor i really I'm love like, how genuinely to... interested he is in uh like how fucked up uh, Baxter's body must be if he seriously is like having sex and getting blitzed every single yeah. night. <laughs> he's a medical miracle. It. He's not dead I mean, yet. He's probably pretty like in terms of cardiac health for, from the fucking. That would if maybe he's, offset if he's doing that much moves, coming. My sh- my man looks he's like a fucking re dead under that suit. <laughs> yeah, but his heart rate is unbelievable. Yeah. He's been doing cardio. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, so, um, the other thing is when, when we were watching this, I was like, oh, is this one of those bullshit? Like, oh, you know, fucking di- I, I really don't want to say Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but what, what's like an even more of a stretch uh, other than die Batman Hard Returns is like my Gremlins. next thing. But that's, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Batman Returns. Even, even that one has kind of, so like, yeah. uh, kind of a Christmas movie. Eyes Wide Shut? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's say like Eyes Wide Shut is kind of like, oh, that's my Christmas mm-hmm. movie. It's like, well. It takes place around Christmas, but none of the themes really fit into the Christmassy nature of it. And, like, I expected that to say that about this movie, but I think 
the absolute crushing loneliness that he feels around the holidays and like just wanting to you know together this being the the moral of the story and all that and how like um it's kind of taking place in, in between, and having the holiday yeah, party and take being important to the story and taking place in between christmas and new year's which is such a lonely like time you know well all these you know especially office mm-hmm. workers like oh i got two weeks off and it's like uh, I guess I'll. Uh, can I come to the office? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. I have nowhere to go, man. Especially in in New York, like I gotta go. A, a lot. Of I gotta go get go blitzed with York, Santa. And they don't have family because they've moved there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you go with Santa to the bars, which is now a uh, socially agreed yeah. upon holiday. <laughs> the the, the yeah. Santa Santa Con stuff. But um, yeah, I think coming away from it, I I wish. CC Baxter was a little bit more of a redeemable character. I do just kind of still think he was like a little weasel the whole time, but that's kind of fun because you don't want him. It's nice when things don't work out like every other story. I don't think they should get together at the end, but you know, whatever. They leave it open, so it's not. Really? I'm yeah. not condemning the movie. Yeah, I'm I don't. Shocked. I don't think she's. I think she's too good for him. I don't I think, think he has really anything. I think they're both fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you should just yeah, they're both, they're both yeah. a mess. In general, yeah. here's here's my dating tip. I don't think that makes you compatible. Here's my, <laughs> like, if you're true. both fucked up. But so so he says that he loves her and she doesn't say it back. So I'm like, okay, maybe she's getting a handle right. on well, herself. Right. She's not and saying, they, they, oh, it, you're. So, it's not a guaranteed like they're gonna get married. You've been there for me this whole time. This unsolicited love that I never returned. Yeah, so you know what I mean? like, <laughs> sorry, I'm like, whoa! I had a totally different read on this. That's crazy. Yeah, no, that's totally. I I understand. I, I maybe I'm missing some st- some cues too, but I just I kind of I don't think he's an evil man or anything. I just don't no, think no, they're no. right but he's for like each a other. Fucking weird loser. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Sure, a weird like, loser who only yeah, gains any kind of value at all right at the end of the movie, which I think this I, I is kind of my read on this. Right, and his value is self-respect. It's not like he's. He's not ultimate. She he's wasn't. Not... She wasn't not dating him because he didn't respect himself or anything. Right. She's not dating him because she had no interest in him. <laughs> right, but somebody having yeah. self-respect can be like a thing that's like, oh, hey, that makes somebody kind of worthy of interest. Not that she immediately falls in love with him, as we said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is all hy- hypothetical. What happens after the story? So it's not like a, mm-hmm. you know. I liked. Baxter as a character. I like a character with nefarious motivations mm-hmm. and like he's not like playing it all by the book. He's he's cheating the system a little bit and that poor old guy has to work in the typewriter factory for the rest of his life and will be <laughs> killed <laughs> eventually by that place while he's letting yeah. letting people have sex in his part. Oh, oh, so what I did want to get to is the the end. I really like the self-respect angle from like he thinks that now he's done all this he gets to have his office and he can cut it off and they're like hey congrats on the promotion i'll be there wednesday and he's like wait no yeah. i i won i did it yeah i don't know what the fuck he was like yeah what that. what did you think would happen i don't have to do this anymore. Yeah, and then no. like i then they can hold uh-huh. that over his head yeah, yeah forever like, you, i'll fire you, you, you anytime you i can <laughs> maybe he thought he'd get promoted so that he could fire his yeah. bosses <laughs> like, there's no oh, way for him to get a step above i get so high up Every, i can get rid of that i'm built different i think yeah. i will use i fucking your apartment now. i think i think i will use the master's tools to dismantle the master's house i could do it <laughs> i do like that um Sheldrake gets his comeuppance Dude, in that, his life is um, ruined. His secretary <laughs> tells his, his she 
He's like, you have to leave because you told my mistress that you used to be my mistress and four other people here used to be my mistress. So you have to mm-hmm. go now. So before she goes, she calls up his, his wife and is like, I got to tell you something about your husband. And then he, she's like, oh, okay. No, yeah, we're getting she's divorced. She's the real Fuck fucking you. hero. The Absolutely. Like, she's the one yeah. who sets it all into place at uh-huh. the end. She's like, this yeah. is mm-hmm. fucked up. I have to do something. Yeah, Miss Olsen is great. Like, yeah, I like her drunk She tried to kill herself. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and I love speaking of her. I love the the holiday party. I mean, oh my god! I I just went to a, a party with my coworkers, but it was absolutely not a holiday sanctioned. Uh, I mean, a, a, an employee sanctioned like holiday oh, like, party. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know Nick has been mm-hmm. to those. I don't know if definitely you, if where you guys were. My current workplace does not have those. But when I used to work at the retirement home, I would um, they had one every year, and it was definitely like a. Uh, a place for the uh, employees who were not quite of age yet to get blitzed, uh, and uh, like just be like some place where they could let loose even a little bit because they didn't have anything else. Like it's they still expected you to be there the next day and all that shit, you know. Oh god, very depressing. yeah. That's just a fascinating. That, that is depressing. Oh yeah, come come back to work tomorrow. <laughs> Most of these office parties, like yeah, we have the next two weeks off. We have the next six months off. It's Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't have to be back to work until March. <laughs> but uh. It, or if you worked at the movie theater with me and Nick, sometimes people would just drink oh, while yeah. they were working. Well, that's that's the other if, thing. Is like if they were a projectionist and it was like no eleven p.m. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. Yeah, I had to eat all the snacks I wanted. It was, it was yeah. all the popcorn yeah, we want, which is actually that is a curse. That's, that's actually I got to follow Nick around. <laughs> that's true. We had a oh man, I like I it's yeah I good it. good times and bad times. More movies. Yeah. Um. But I, I just that world is just an uh, an unattainable f- or a, a, a fantasy world to me. It's like the the office Christmas party where oh this person gets a little too drunk and is a little meaner or they act oh they act different when they're at the the holiday party. Or, I literally oh, this just person's... went to one of these with my fiance. What was it like? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to say anything about the specifics, no, but I want to know about formal, the general you know, vibe. Uh, oh, normal. Sat down. You ate dinner. Uh, it was kind of kind of fancy, but not too fancy. Yeah, yeah. Alex yeah. and I's union does one every year. I've never been. Yeah, some but, people you know, definitely get they do too it at drunk. the big casino. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's even different if they if they give you a little dinner. I'm thinking like the Mad Men style, like that's, a guy's driving okay, a. I, yeah, that's not something that exists anymore. I went to one I of those think. when I worked at a, uh, a research library, and those motherfuckers Ooh. can party. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Crazy. It's like the, when the party is in. The office and it everyone was at just work. brings. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. they just bring a handle to work and like it's five o'clock. I'm putting a lampshade on my head <laughs> exactly. and I'm standing on my desk. Like that, that's the party that I want to go to. The uh, the nice we bought you dinner party is definitely different. Mm-hmm. But um, in my experience, those are much worse. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I like the idea of like drinking with your coworkers, but like i work in a kitchen which is notorious for drinking with your coworkers oh, God. sometimes yeah. on on the clock yeah you but, do that yeah. to get through the job but yeah. i'm the morning shift so it can't be like we're all getting a drink after work because it's like noon yeah yeah like noon or like three it's like you don't have that relationship with your coworkers that you have with the night shift of like all right we we don't have to work until 2 p.m tomorrow so we go to the bar after after midnight get drink until five go to sleep until noon and then come back and do it again the next day like that's you know a different kind of 
work-life relationship. But I'm getting wildly off topic. And what I wanted to say is I really like the party scene in this. In this, I like all these fucking 60s stiffs cutting loose <laughs> and doing... Filling up the water cooler with vodka. Yeah, like oh my God. absolutely like high the school degenerate activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like making out in They're every room. And the thing was, this this doesn't even... It didn't even seem like it was planned because the phone operator uh, ladies are like, oh my God, there's a party on the 19th floor and all get up and run up to the 19th It was actually floor. like the 21st. Like it wasn't even like the 21st. Or something like that. <laughs> it just happened. Everyone just got too overworked and just kind of... I like yeah. the... I like the... I've had, I've had three drinks and he holds up four fingers and it's like all right we were yeah. getting out of hand already that was a good bit yeah. Yeah. but yeah overall i don't mean my my speculating about the the later relationship of these characters to make it seem like i didn't like the movie i i definitely did like it it was no i well directed like and snappy and, yeah absolutely because it's like oh that never occurred to me yeah yeah i don't know like it, you think about like oh there's a female lead and a male lead in a movie their stories aren't aren't connected until they are at the end they get together like that's just the logical it's what you expect. Thought. And I think that these characters have their stories and they're connected, but maybe they don't. They aren't right for each other in a long term relationship. But who cares? It was a good movie. I liked it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was uh, fun. Nice and Christmassy. Yeah. B, this was a rewatch Can't for you. Uh, and I know you took some yes, notes. Yeah, one of my favorites. I love it. Yeah. It's, uh, I first watched it a couple of years ago. I couldn't even tell you how long. Mm-hmm. Probably like 2015. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and immediately fell in love with it because it is a great little story about two miserable people coming together to no longer be miserable, which is such an idealized, beautiful thing. Uh, I actually wrote down, like, I watched it and I made notes as I mm-hmm. went. Is that, yeah. yeah. I'd love to yeah. hear uh, Yeah, yeah, we should do that, but sure. we, we don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, nope. for, uh, in this case, the audience might be a little confused because everyone passes the key around so much that you don't know what the hell's <laughs> <Yeah>. happening. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, Sheldrake actually makes him make a new key. Yeah, which, what a ballsy move. And then dude. throws it out of a commuter <laughs> train. Hell, yeah, man. when he says he throws it out of the train, I got so mad. It was like, <laughs> hey, oh like think of this good idea. money yeah, I, if somebody found that. Awesome. Like, I mean, it would be really like, unlikely that they would find would say, it. And well, then and they're going to go down and figure out where it goes. You know, I go down and try every door in New York. <laughs> yeah, and he portrays it like a smart thing he did. He's like, don't worry. I threw that key you made me I out of the train. That. <laughs> I would have simply Thanks, kept dude. the second key. Yeah. You fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. All right. Uh, it opens with that narration no. where he's like, "My, I'm da 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 da." Baxter's played by Jack Lemon, who uh, from life, like he's just from reality. He's Always sounds actor. like a fake name to me. I th- it does sound like a life. fake name. <laughs> What's your name? Uh, uh Jack uh, Lemon. He was looking was around like, the house what? and was like, <laughs> "Oh shit, shit." It's a guy cranking uh, off in the corner. Um, as you yeah. know, his uh, faucets are using his apartment for affairs. It's actually like a really well furnished little apartment for a single guy. He and he pays like eighty five a month or something. The ceilings are so tall, right? and it's like beautiful. It has like wood. It's, like, I, I know the building's it's probably beautiful. old already, but geez. it's a one bedroom yeah. in New York. If it doesn't cost two thousand yeah. dollars, then it's, right. it's very nice. <laughs> I I do think it was an old building because um he has to light the oven himself, and she doesn't realize That's that right. when yeah. she's doing Fran does, yeah. and uh, the landlady's like, "It smells like That's gas," because right. she and didn't realize it's just leaking gl- gas until. Yeah. You like, we're all gonna die. Mode. There's no. And you see him yeah. light that oven like a bunch of times in the movie, which is nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice setup. 
Oh so yeah, this movie is addicted to pay payoffs mm-hmm. of setup, oh, which is good. Oh, all of his movies are set up. Oh payoffs my god! Of, like yeah, grand proportions. But like right at the end, they're rapid fire. Like oh, let's finish that oh, cribbage god. game. Oh, how's your knee? Oh, uh, like uh, it's a lot of a lot of payoff, which is fine. <laughs> oh yeah, actually. she she thought she heard a gunshot yeah. <laughs> when she was going up because he told her the story, but it was he was just opening huh. a bottle of champagne. Sadly, it was a loud fucking bottle. bottle. Yeah, they that they like do that gun. shit in um. In in a fucking Agatha Christie story, they do that in Death on the Nile. Oh, they do champagne bottle gun, oh. and they and it's like a very like specific like somebody is lying about whether or not they had a gun or a champagne bottle, and they make it very confusing. It's also very Ace Attorney. Yeah, it is an incredibly Ace Attorney to be like, I heard a gunshot, <laughs> and then it's like, no, it's not. It's something much stupider. It's like, how did you confuse those two sounds? They don't actually sound like each other. It's like, well, only if you've never heard what a gun sounds like can you make that. Uh, can you be confused in that way? But it's still it's still good. I I think I, I, of him coming out of the apartment with um. Oh, did I lose you guys? Oh, nope. Okay, no, uh, him coming out of the uh, yeah, sorry. sorry. No, 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 no. I, I, I you froze on my screens for a second. I thought I lost the internet. Um, uh, no. him coming out of the apartment with the uh like the the still foaming bottle of champagne is a great image, and it's just dripping over his hand the whole time she's talking to him. Yeah, and she doesn't she doesn't make the connection because she's so panicked. She's like, "Are you okay? How's your knee? Are you okay?" It's such a beautiful frantic moment mm-hmm. at the end where she's just screaming, pounding mm-hmm. on the door, and comes out, and he's another, also a mess. And it's like beautiful. Yeah, another anyway. example of an incredibly depressing hypothetical situation where she's like, "Oh, I thought you killed yourself because oh, you my mistake. <laughs> I thought you killed yourself on, on New Year's." Oh, I'm glad you didn't kill yourself. All right. I also loved the the scene preceding that where she's at the um, the bar with Sheldrake oh, yeah. because he's kind of convinced her to come back and she's just totally miserable and he's talking about Baxter and complaining oh he left oh my god I didn't yeah. get the apartment because that guy and she's just getting happier and happier about it and then eventually just fucking just like ditches takes him off. at the midnight oh, countdown he absolutely gets his <laughs> his comeuppance it's great. So we have Baxter with his apartment. His neighbors think his Jewish neighbors think he's a whore. <laughs> they have that very New New York like the the immigrant mm-hmm. accent going on. Um, he has the shittiest TV dinner I've ever seen in mm-hmm. my life. Like you said, it has a, a chicken, yeah. like a chicken. Yeah, with the bone. There's some but sort like of bone that thing is scrawny. You feed that to puppies. <laughs> like it's not, it's not human food. Yeah, that's true. Also, so, it's heated up in just like a hot. I mean, I know this is what an oven is, but it's just like a, a, a cast iron <laughs> box. Oven hot, eat the food. You oven eat hot, food. Uh, uh, turkey leg. His boss calls him up and says, hey, I need to fuck in your apartment now. <laughs> so Baxter inexplicably cleans up his apartment and gets it ready for a fuck session. His boss shows up. I took a screen cap because I couldn't believe this shit. His boss calls him from the bar and then shows up <laughs> yeah! with two yeah! glasses from the bar. Like, you can't do that. That's crazy. You, you can't do just that take back it home. Then. You slap a couple of bodies down. He just across New York with that. No, he, he got is out of the cab, legal? so he carried it in the yeah, cab, which is even cab, crazier. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> I, I gotta Good see. Joke. I gotta know who that cabbie was that was able to get them there without Open spilling alcohol. any of that drink. That guy did. Yeah, in the cabbie being like, "Sure, get in, no problem." <laughs> um. So Baxter I'm goes impressed. and sleeps on the longest park bench in the world. Yes, as we mentioned, as <laughs> yes, we that's true. It's actually um, the oh. pro homeless. Like you hear about anti-homeless architecture, this is the pro homeless <laughs> exactly. bench. You could fit like eighty mm. homeless people on this bench. It'd be, t- it'd be totally fine. <laughs> I forgot to mention fine. too. The boss bench. in the previous scene 
tells the woman he's bringing back to the apartment that it's oh. his mother's apartment, which is like weird. Funny. Yeah. Wait, he's like, and where way is she? Worse. It's like, so, <laughs> yeah, she just let him do that. Like, hey, ma, can I just fuck a woman in your apartment? Well, when the lady's sure, like, what if honey. your mom wakes up? He's like, oh, she'll, she's out like a light. And it's like, it's a one bedroom apartment. Like, where would she even be? <laughs> what are you talking about? Where is she? <laughs> Under the bed. <laughs> so. Uh, in the closet. The next, the next day, we meet Shirley MacLaine in the elevator. She's the elevator girl. She has a useless job. He has a useless mm-hmm. job. They talk about their useless jobs uh. every time they get in the elevator. But she has a thing with his boss. Nobody knows this yet. Nobody knows any of this information. But you can see it. She gets sexually harassed by the bosses and has to like laugh it off. Oh yeah, that was a um, scene. Well, she she actually um. She, you know, fights back at that. She's oh, yeah, like, she gives him I'll, a little sauce. Yeah, one time I'll close the elevator doors on your hands. She should. Drop it right off. <laughs> Which was, like, an insane thing to say. I love that. Uh, so he's sitting there, and a 15, like, a 15-year-old comes up who works at this fucking company. I posted it <laughs> yeah. in there. This guy looks he's like he just graduated from elementary school. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, speaking he, of which, that joke earlier when he's like, I'm the youngest executive in the office, aside from the uh, the boss's nephew. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. truly shows you that none of this shit matters. Yep. Doesn't Baxter matter. Ends he up also cheated his way mm-hmm. up. Oh, yes, he did. So Baxter ends up passing his key around. His boss, Sheldrake, finds out about this and wants in on the little mm-hmm. operation. So he's kind of like succumbing to this pathetic life of his. He's just kind of giving in. However... Then he waits for Fran outside the office one day to ask her on a date because Sheldrake trades him his apartment key for two tickets to the Music Man mm-hmm. on Broadway. So, like, that would be a great experience. However, yes. Shirley MacLaine is going to meet a man for a drink. Inexplicably, Baxter keeps, go- <laughs> keeps badgering her <laughs> and going, well, why don't we meet up after? She she says yes. There's one thing a woman likes, it's persistence. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, she's like, no, sorry, I'm meeting a man for a drink. And he's like, oh, well, why don't we meet after? Any sensible person would be like, damn, she's dating someone. Instead, he, he plows on ahead. Well, he like does... knows that she's dating someone. He's like, uh, you can go out with me afterwards. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's it's just like, fine with that. Which is a power move, I have to say. Yeah. Just go like, okay, well, once you're done with him, come to me. I'll be better, yeah. Exactly. Um, he, this is the part of the movie that everyone has a problem with, and it makes me, it's so deranged. (laughs) Baxter tells her that he knows everything about her, because he looked at the personnel (laughs) files about her in the company. Okay, so first of all, he's like an accountant or something. He doesn't have access to that information, presumably. Yeah, so so he he did not. He had to go out of his way to go look at it. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, you know, he decided that if he was going to go, he was going to go all in on not working at this job. So he might as well uh, get the personal information of the girl he has the hots for while he's at it. I guess so. You might as well, you know, carpe diem or whatever. (laughs) Then he tells her, I know your address, your height, your weight your social security number and she laughs this off and flirts back with mm-hmm. them which is the moment th- when i was watching it that i was like okay they're fine <laughs> they're they're both there's both something wrong with <laughs> like something wrong very wrong mm-hmm. with both of them yeah well i'm sure that this and is uh, actually quite charming compared to whatever horrible way sheldrake flirted with her <laughs> oh my god yeah so she goes to meet sheldrake for a drink uh, which gets out of hand, they end up going to Baxter's apartment. Who gets, he's kind of being cucked out of his apartment, mm-hmm. which is not a thing I thought could happen until I watched yeah. the movie. Uh, he stands around outside the music man like a 
fucking puppy waiting uh, for his master to man, come back. Man, you don't even you go in. Like, I mean, come on. Like, you go can't even it, enjoy, enjoy the show. Like, so many scenes in this. And it's winter in New so, York. So come many scenes in this movie. Yeah, he's been complaining about that the whole right, time. Right, and he has yeah. a cold. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so many scenes in this movie of CC Baxter just standing around outside in the cold looking miserable and uh, looking yeah. pathetic. Yeah. So we know it's his boss. Baxter doesn't know it's his boss. She doesn't know it's his mm-hmm. apartment. The office party happens and it's a swinging affair. It's like people are jumped up on the tables and dancing and kicking. Mm-hmm. People making are making out, out in droves. Like it's a crazy one of the one of the party. elevator one of, or one of the switchboard operators is I'm pretty sure doing a strip tease on the desk. Oh yeah, oh, that's man. right. She takes off her necklace. It's so yeah, funny. I was I like, admit, I was looking at my phone and Alex is like, oh, she's she's stripping it. I look up at the screen and I'm like, what did she take <laughs> off? And he's like, uh, her necklace. <laughs> <laughs> but she like slides it down her legs. Like it's very. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, I'm like not the, saying it's just yeah. like an Abbey Costello bit. Like, oh, she's taking off her clothes. What'd she take off? My earring. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> so, uh, Baxter ends up giving Sheldrake a mirror that he left behind while they he was fucking last night. He's like, here, your date left this. So, at that point, he ends. Sheldrake gives the mirror back to Shirley MacLaine. Shirley MacLaine later uses the mirror to show. Baxter, what he looks like with this unbelievable hat he has on. <laughs> he takes his hat out. $15 and shows it to her, hat. A little bowler cap that's $15. Don't lecture makes, me with your $15 It's amazing. Hat. I just posted it in chat because I had to look at it again. He looks like Charlie Chaplin if you, like, shaved him. Yeah. Later, I liked it. I was it. thinking, odd this, job. He's this that image. Like to throw job. that and kill someone instantly. <laughs> this image was laugh out loud funny in the movie. He looks like $15? one of the fucking feds from Tintin. It's so good. $150 hat. Holy wow. Shit. Worth every penny. He looks like a fucking New Vegas character. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, I want that hat. do I look normal? Am I normal? <laughs> Ring a ding ding. Yes. No, he, his face in that screenshot really does look like a New Vegas character. That like, <laughs> yeah. You, ha- you haven't yeah. talked to him yet. They can't do facial animations yet. <laughs> he is standing normally. That's what he's doing there. So she shows him. She's like, this is what you look like, which is great uh but the mirror he recognizes the mirror as the one and he realized who sheldrake's date was so every almost everybody knows everything shirley mclean still doesn't know it's his apartment yeah shirley mclean finds out from the secretary that she is one of a string of mistresses for this guy the secretary follows sheldrake around which i find fascinating does this bitch not have a hobby she like follows him to the (laughs) restaurants just to listen to what he's doing she's amazing she yeah, ends she's, up saving the entire great. day yes. when she tells the wife what's happening. She's a free woman. She's vindictive and it's very she's good. She's so vindictive. Um, so Shirley MacLaine and Sheldrake have a fight at Baxter's apartment. When Sheldrake leaves, he just leaves her there. He's like, whatever, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, she is, decides to take revenge against Sheldrake and it's like, fine, I'll just kill myself. I'll just kill myself. <laughs> so That'll some, show him. Yeah, exactly. Take some sleeping pills, not realizing it's not his apartment. To be fair, that's not a thing I would assume either. <laughs> I, would be, I wouldn't assume yeah. I was in someone else's apartment. She's been left out of yeah. the, the whole the, the loop there. <laughs> so naturally, Baxter comes back and freaks out. But Baxter has the date, the woman in the scene we talked about, who was amazing, the Havana uh-huh. husband. She's great. Uh, he shoots her away. You've heard of Havana <laughs> syndrome. Now, now check I, out. She has Havana, Havana husband syndrome. Havana husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this begins 
They shot her with the husband. <laughs> a series of scenes right. in which Baxter and Fran become closer. They talk about uh, how hurt they are when Fran has been betrayed over and over again by Sheldrake, what drives her to go back. Uh, they they commiserate about the suicide mm-hmm. attempts, which kind of it, what it does for her is it uh, takes away the stigma of it mm-hmm. a little bit, which is what we're facing in the 1960s. We have to remember that suicide was not a thing we even talked yeah, now, about. Nowadays, right. everybody does it, but but exactly. you know back then it was more of a fringe thing. It, verboten, yeah. Yeah, it's like, so oh, the, how was your, your botched suicide? Well, I did this. Yeah. It's like, oh, we can laugh and talk about it now. Exactly. It's like something really, really personal that she's sharing. This is why when the wife comes out and it's like, uh, what the hell is going on in there? And she she hates him. The reason why he doesn't go like, oh, I was da-da-da. He doesn't want to tell him the truth about mm-hmm. Fran. Uh-huh. That, that she committed suicide. It like that. It's to save her honor, mm-hmm. basically. The same reason when the brother comes over. He, he doesn't want to scare, you know, put her in that situation. And Yeah. Though he he's saying something, like, right before he comes in. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> that sounds like he was, like sexually abusing her it was like oh i don't want to take advantage of you like in bed yes. earlier because they were playing <laughs> gin right. rummy while she was in bed it was a wow. series of wacky oh i love yeah. this fucking so, tough uh, guy cabbie man he is so like this character <laughs> this guy shit. is in another i movie totally forgot that he was in this basically. movie like he's so uh, I was, uh, you know, I remembered a lot about this he movie because like I, I just Mac. saw it last year. But like, so, <laughs> yeah, he is like yeah, little he Mac. He is like little Mac. <laughs> He's four foot seven, but he can punch out anyone. He's so small. What the fuck? But so scrappy. <laughs> small and angry. Yeah, he's great. Um, so I totally forgotten that he was in this movie. Uh, the two things that I had had forgotten from my, my previous watch last year was uh, Fran's brother and the narration at the beginning were things that I didn't remember. But Fran, when Fran's brother yep. showed up, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I just say them like, yeah, baby. Usually narration at the beginning of a movie is like studio notes of like, we don't understand why this guy has a job. Yeah. Can you yeah. explain yeah. How, he, how he got a job and how he's a, where's his mother? How did he get on planet Earth? But this actually worked in a different way of like, I'm oh. assuming it was just to be like, listen, I'm just going to get you yes. fast. Yes. Go. Yes. Go. Yeah, that yeah. worked. It worked. It's like, you want to know what's happening? Here's the premise. Uh, Baxter shows up the next day at work with the hat and sunglasses <laughs> indoors. A combination that yeah. is so funny. It really can't. You have to go look at it because it's unbelievable. Real guy who just got a like an invisible man. Yes. Oh my god. He, he looks like he's very conspicuously about to go commit a crime. And yeah. like, it's not hiding. Or he's like all. three kids in a trench coat. I'm being normal. I like wearing this hat. And I like wearing these sunglasses. His boss gives him the fake promotion because Sheldrake is, like, mortified, realizing that Baxter kind of had this thing over him of, like, oh, I drove a a woman to suicide, (laughs) which is not good. Um, So Baxter gets the fake shitty job, but Baxter has a moment of conscience. He realizes what he really wants, which is Shirley MacLaine. So he quits uh, and bounces. He goes home and starts to pack, which I don't know if that was necessary, but, like, I would also maybe not want to live in the sex department anymore. You already wouldn't want to be sleeping there every night, but now <laughs> it has right. even worse memories. Uh, Shirley MacLaine and Sheldrake meet up for one last drink, as they always do, uh, but this time she doesn't fall for it, because as said, you said before, uh, he, he starts <laughs> unloading about Sh- uh, mm-hmm. Baxter, like, I cannot believe that son of a bitch would give me this apartment to go fuck in, which, 
Uh, yeah. okay. Like trying to turn <laughs> her against like, him almost. You know that idiot Baxter? Uh, we were like, have sex in his apartment. This, our relationship post is not going well for you. <laughs> Am I the asshole? I fuck at this guy's apartment all the time, and he oh is not God. letting me do it anymore. <laughs> Like, okay, so am I the asshole because I did the dirt? Come on. <laughs> uh, anyway. B, do you she, remember, she do you remember um, the little speech that uh, his old secretary gives? Like, the same same spot, yes. same song, same sauce, mm-hmm. yep. sweet and sour. Where she's, like, yeah. the same yeah, Chinese yeah. the same Chinese yeah. restaurant. Yeah. That, that she's just a irrepla- like a replaceable mm-hmm. cog. Like, yeah. the rest of the uh-huh. workers, basically. He's... Um, so she and Baxter, at the very end, they they come back together. They have the champagne misunderstanding. Uh, Baxter says, "What about Sheldrake?" And she says, "We'll send him a fruitcake." <laughs> in reference yeah. to the conversation yeah. they had earlier about uh, he gets a, a fruitcake from the man who married the woman he was going to kill himself <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> like, it's like it all worked out. Uh, they start. They continue their game of gin rummy, and. He says, uh, Fran, I love you. And she says, shut mm-hmm. up and deal. One of the greatest endings. It's very good. Uh, also one of the greatest moral lessons. Just shut up mm-hmm. and deal. Like, yep. now that it's all over, let's mm-hmm. just go. <laughs> We've got it. Yep. We can just go. Relax. These are two of the most insane people on mm-hmm. planet Earth. They both have, like, social Definitely. problems. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad they know they each other. They got brain problems. Hey, me too. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, my dating tip would be to uh, never go home with anyone who describes themselves the way the characters in this movie do. Uh, yes. Oh uh, like, uh, the even the, from the beginning when Fran does the, like, I broke the mirror because I want it to look the way I feel, it's like, all right, that's enough. That was <laughs> one of the funniest yep, fucking lines, too. Flag. Like, put that on a t-shirt, bitch. <laughs> yep, that's another t-shirt line. But that's retroactive. Yeah. It's like, this movie came up with yeah. a t-shirt line. Also, that's like, yeah, well, I was like, Mr. Wilder, I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sir, I got I've it. I've heard it's a metaphor right. before. You don't need to, you don't <laughs> need to lay this back, back then, they didn't have it. <laughs> they, 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 they hadn't invented metaphors. Like oh, but I'm so happy we were able to have you on. I, I think this turned out really great. I'm really happy to, uh, to get everyone together for this. Like... Uh, again, this was a, 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 a something that ended up becoming a surprise favorite when I watched it last year, and I'm, I'm really happy to be able to share it with you guys. And I know that the next couple of weeks for our show are going to get a little, uh, like, we're probably going to be a little weird, because I know Alex is going on vacation, then we got cr- the, the actual holidays coming up, and uh, I don't, I don't know what we're going to put out. It will probably be something... Uh, silly and low effort, like we're gonna, we'll find another hazardous materials to do or something, like we did the fucking Donkey Kong Christmas one the other year. We'll find, oh, we'll God. find something. That was um, great. But cartoons, there might still be a ban on. Cartoons. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll talk well, about it later. Yeah. Well, Alex won't well, be no, on it. Yeah. I will. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're banning well, them too. I, after, I just Alex. when I think cartoons we've done for the show we for hazmat. Cartoons suck. Don't worry it's, about it's that. My Scooby's Scooby's race. Halloween race along <laughs> or whatever Scooby Doo and the reluctant No no it was Scooby Doo and the reluctant But there's the a full wacky racers bit for the back hour and a half of the movie. So. <laughs> and uh Shaggy's girlfriend is named Googie in that one. That's very important. Googie one of the Googie. only <laughs> We all love Googie. His Halloween themed girlfriend. <laughs> We all wish we had. <laughs> you got a Halloween candy for yeah. your girlfriend. Yeah, uh, you got to pay a lot. You got to you got to trade like rare. a couple of keys for that in the Manco it's shop. A bonus man. We all want a That's Halloween exactly. girlfriend who's named. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, right. but my my pitch for a for a Christmas uh, hazardous materials episode was that we uh, 
we get some of those awful uh, viral content meal Christmas hacks, and we try some of those out. Oh, fuck. What is a Christmas hack? How well, do you that's hack uh, Christmas? what somebody was paid, I think, $13 an hour to find out, and then you, you uploaded it to Facebook, and now it's like you have how you have to... It's Maybe like how you have to clean your faucet with uh, a banana peel and a, a bottle of Coke. Uh, it's like yep. all of the... Oh. It creates poison <laughs> and create a crystal in your sink to clean. The, the fumes will clean out your... You make mustard gas to clean your house. One weird trick. Making mustard gas. <laughs> That's always house. what it is. If you make the mustard gas, you don't have to worry about... You know, you can that. buy oh, those yeah. fumigation yeah. tents online. You don't have to yeah. call the guy. To, you don't have to have... <laughs> Anyway, imagine someone just lobbing uh, like bombs and just war crimeing their house, their homes like it's a grenade. <laughs> yes, exactly. It does make your your teeth whiter. <laughs> All right, so we'll figure out yeah, whatever well, it is. Well, B, well. thank you so much for being on. Would you? Yeah, thanks for coming. Do you want to? Do you want to plug your web comic? Do you want to talk about that for a second or no? Uh, your Twitter, your Tumblr. Sure. No? Uh, I have a webcomic at uh, ghoststorycomic.com. You can read it for free. Uh, there is a lot of it. And I would recommend it. Uh, <laughs> I recommend art, it. There's a previous and episode about it. Drawn and, and uh, written by you. Right? Oh, yeah. I make the whole thing. Uh, it is about two. It's another. Listen, it's about two miserable people who found each other. And now they're struggling to get through life. Except there are ghosts. Yeah. And if you're if you're caught <laughs> up on the Patreon like me, you've just met a really pathetic woman that reminds you of the kind of character that would be in this movie. Oh God, yeah. Uh, she is there. Listen, this is a sad, wet, <laughs> like very damp woman. <laughs> um, I am listening. <laughs> You're so, no, I know oh, what you're that thinking. Kind of I could go for a damp woman right now. But no, you can't. You have no you idea. You can't handle the damp woman. But you can't handle, you a, can't damp handle woman. a damp woman. You Guys don't know what you're getting into. Guys think they can date a damp woman. You can't. All right. Uh, yes, so thank right. you. Yeah, thanks for yeah, having no me. No problem. Thank oh, you so much anytime. for being on. Listeners, yeah. if you would oh, like an yeah. episode yeah. like this about a fucking best picture winner from over 60 years ago, you could uh, send it to please don't cast at gmail.com, and that is please don't cast at gmail.com. And we are always taking suggestions, so we'd happy to know what you want to do. Uh, and this has been our, our big Christmas episode for the year. Uh, thank you so much for mm-hmm. listening, and we'll see you in the new year. Woo! Bye. 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 Right. Thank you again for coming on.